Welcome everybody to a special show here on the O'Shea Vlogcast channel. Right now, I got my man Anthony Brian Logan, and I was able to get him. You know, I know it's hard for me to get ABL, <laughs> man. I you know, get him a couple of uh, collard green sandwiches to come on the show. But we're gonna have a special topic. We'll have some other guests, and tonight we're talking about is Starbucks racist against black people? Is Starbucks racist against black people? We know. That there's been a lot of hoopla on the internet and particularly the black internet about situations. So I have political expert in 2017 Negro Manosphere Award winner, political YouTuber of the year award winner, Anthony Bryan Logan. What's going on, bro? Uh, everything's good, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be an award winning YouTuber. Most certainly appreciate y'all out there. You know, I see a lot of comments. You know, sometimes it'd be a little negative when I come on, but I know a lot of y'all out there listening to what I say. And y'all hear what I say, y'all appreciate it. So I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for that. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me ask you this, uh, you know, because you know a lot of people have been uh, kind of offended by Starbucks as a corporation for some of the situations, calling Starbucks racist for uh, you know what's been going on as far as these two black men that were arrested. But you did a great video on it. Um, you showed the police chief, chief of police actually that made a statement about it. Let's kind of get your your take on what's going on here. Well, I mean, I think the whole thing is pretty simple. I mean, I think the people that got arrested, they were just trying to make a spectacle out of the whole situation. They were asked a simple thing. Either you can buy something or you can leave. It's not really that difficult. People talking about, oh, well, I was able to go to a Starbucks and they didn't ask me to buy something or leave. I could just go in there, read a book, be on my laptop, whatever. That's fine. That's OK. But you got to understand each individual store. Uh, each individual Starbucks may have their own policy. I saw a news story okay. on TV where they were talking about uh, if you go to certain Starbucks in New York, different ones in New York is different. Prime example, you go to one in Times Square, it's a it's a key code to get into the bathroom. Like you can't just walk in there. You got to get a key code. Like you might have to ask somebody to come from behind the counter with a car and slide it like a, a debit card to allow you into the bathroom. And of course, they ain't going to go through all that if you're not buying nothing. Another one, I think it was in Harlem, Harlem. Now, this is supposed to be the black section, right? The black part of town, right? In Harlem, they say the seating is for paying customers only. It's a sign right there in the plaque, like frames on the wall. So you can't miss it. It's right there. So to say that. Uh, and then it was also one Starbucks that didn't have anything like that. You could just go do whatever you want to do. So that's okay. three different Starbucks in one city that all had different policies. So to say that you had an experience that. Uh, Starbucks does not mean anything. And then people talking about, oh, it was witnesses that was right there talking about, well, I could go to the bathroom. It didn't ask me. I mean, anybody could say anything. At the end of the day, the employees say, look, if you want to go to the bathroom, buy something. They were just trying to get attention and trying to be rebellious for no real reason. Okay, let me just talk about this, right? Because um, New Possibilities, who was on here, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, we had a really, really, really good uh, debate with, you know, Dinah Samir, you, uh, Brandon Tatum. His take on the situation is that, you know, uh, and even Tommy Sotomayor, which I was pretty shocked at Tommy Sotomayor's commentary about it, um, you know, waiting while black. Okay. Um, there is a, a, a group of people that will say, you know, even in the same Starbucks, you know, that is, mm -hmm. is it possible that, you know, white customers come here all the time? It wasn't a white neighborhood from what we see. Brandon Tatum looked up some zip codes and stuff like that. You yeah. know, is it possible that white customers can come in there 
and not patronize the business and not be asked for a key to the restroom now because there was a pretty much another video that we saw at some point they will talk about that too there's a video of a guy that posted a video talking about he wanted to go to the restroom but he didn't buy anything but the white guy didn't buy anything and went to the restroom does this prove like starbucks is racist in some some form or i mean to say that starbucks is racist don't make, don't make no sense because you got individual first of all you got individual locations with individual people that work there it ain't like it's just one guy that runs all the starbucks you know you can't just say point to this one dude and say oh, okay he's a ceo he's in each and every starbucks all across the entire nation every day running it day-to-day -day operations uh the policy of each place it doesn't make no sense so to say that starbucks as an institution as a company is racist makes no sense based upon these individual instances of perceived racism and then also anybody could say anything the guy that was talking about uh, i'm black and i was not a key to a restroom and the white guy was giving one i mean he could say that and i could say that i could say the same thing i don't even go to starbucks but where is the evidence that I did have to happen or didn't happen you just take yeah. them my word for it at that point and then also in that situation you were talking about what's the what's the total details of it i mean i'm not really hearing the entire thing and the dude might have seen one thing but he might not have seen everything he might not have seen the guy in there already like it's just too much information that's out there that is not known to say based upon what this person is saying to anybody that what he's saying is correct or that what he's saying proves a point about starbucks being racist which i said again makes no sense because each individual store got their own policies and mm -hmm. you might have one person that makes a decision that doesn't dictate the way that the entire starbucks is run it don't make no sense okay shout out to d Durrell in the for the 429 super chat um and i'm still waiting for the other brother to show up this, this is what i want to know starbucks is actually closing down on may 29th for <laughs> what is this again oh, uh, they, they're gonna train they're gonna close down may 29th for racial bias education <laughs> Let, let's talk about this racial bias education because listen you know i i'm a person i like to try to give black people you know i'm not a a, a liberal right but i try to be kind of like you know how can how can i be on the black side you know more so and see it from their point of view what is this racial bias training going to cover from what you understand I, I don't even know i mean i'm just looking at the article right now i can't even really call it i mean that, that you know the thing is i think that it's all about marketing really at this point because starbucks knows you know starbucks is a very liberal place is when you go into starbucks you already know what time it is it's a liberal spot you're going to see white guys in there with their glasses and their beards super <laughs> hipster like you know that's what it's going to be matter of fact uh i think that everybody knows at this point if you live in a black neighborhood and then you see a starbucks pop up you know you're about to get kicked out that's how that go Okay. so you already know what it is what they're going to do is to try and preserve their very liberal base by catering to them so they're going to put a sign on their front door that says oh we're closed today for race bias training mm -hmm. so anybody that may have an ill feeling towards starbucks they're gonna look at that and say oh okay starbucks you guys are trying to really reach out to the black community reaching out to people that are different than those of us who are normally in here so you know what i like you guys now and then it's going to be later on in may and by that time the story will be long gone you know how the news cycle is here today gone today 72 hours it'll be a whole new thing that's going on mm -hmm. so by that time it'll be long dead people will have forgot about it they're going to bring it back up 
to try and capitalize on it. At the end of the day, the CEO don't care nothing about nobody getting offended, getting triggered at an individual store's policy, or mm -hmm. he says, he said, he's trying to make us, he's trying to make money on it. You see opportunity to make money is going to do it. So put that sign out there. Tell everybody we having race-based training. You could close for a day, lose that money, but make the money back up. And the people that are now going to come to the actual establishment, because now they feel like you are uh, doing the right thing. You Now you are, how can I explain it? You are reaching out. You're becoming more like an SJW. You, you're catering to that particular crowd. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's all about marketing. It ain't about nothing else. People talking about, oh, this is a good thing for who? For the CEO and for people that work there to get, to get more, more money, get some more hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, let's talk about these black men in particular, right? Because, I, you know, me, a lot of brothers that follow even me, and, you, and they know I'm a conservative, right? I call it down the middle. A lot of brothers say that these guys were, I mean, to me, I'm, 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 I'm thinking like, I don't know if these guys lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. I made a, you know, a pretty controversial video I took off of YouTube on this channel yesterday. Yeah. Why were these Negroes in my David Carroll voice? Why were you, why were they, if, if y'all don't live there, why do y'all go to the whitest part of town where yeah. you know that you walk in, you look like, like you niggas are mixtape rappers. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's what they look like. <laughs> you look like you just shot somebody or sold some dope. That's what they look. I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to. I'm. I'm seeing that as. That's real though. It's real. If I'm a you white person, honest. I see you niggas coming in like that. You niggas like you just sold some dope. You bring your ass into a motherfucking Starbucks, looking like you just stole some mixtapes, nigga, and then you sit down waiting and not buying shit, and then go use the restroom in the whitest Starbucks damn near in the city. Right? Can you? How do these niggas don't understand this motherfucking shit? Like, where, where can y'all not see that this is stupid? I mean, but go ahead. Let, 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 let you be more diplomatic. I'm, I'm going to go in. <laughs> nah, you're right, though. I mean, what, what are you doing? Then the funny part was that people said, oh, they real estate brokers. I'm like, really? These guys, you know, got dirty sweatpants on. <laughs> they, they, they came straight from the Mexican truck, cutting grass, uh, you know, hauling lumber and, you know, doing some brick masonry. Like these guys, I mean, come on. And then what are you doing in Starbucks? And then my thing, I, I heard some of the testimony from the police officer. You know, the um the police commissioner, he was black now, and he said that the officers the officers were in the right, they did nothing wrong. So I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. you got a black police commissioner. He's saying that the officers were in the right, they didn't do anything wrong. So maybe he's right. And then he was talking about um one of the employees said that the question of their salary came up, meaning one of the people that was asked to leave said that. Oh, what you know, you only make 45,000 as a Starbucks manager or whatever. So I'm like, okay, if you're talking about her making 45,000, how it was like peanuts is nothing, then where's your money, Mr. Real Estate Broker? Where's your money at to buy a $5 coffee? It don't make no <laughs> sense. <laughs> and, and then on top of that, you wouldn't be bougie, you wouldn't be fancy and go to a white part of town, the rich part of town with no money. What are you doing? If you want to carry it like that, then go to where you live at outside in the hood in the ghetto and then go to the little coffee shop right there and don't pay nothing i mean that's what you should do you know really what's happening i think that they were trying to be on some on some other stuff it's a lot of stuff going on in these little starbucks you got the the, the snatching grabs you ever hear about that no what's the snatching grabs snatching grabs is when you got in a starbucks or a panera bread or something like that people go for meetings a place where you can go in and out very quickly 
not a restaurant because a restaurant you got to go through a front door mm-hmm. you got to talk to the person that seats you and all that kind of good stuff but in a place like panera bread you can just go straight from the front door to your seat and it's a short distance same thing with starbucks is the, the, the door's right there so people in there with their laptops got it plugged in got their wi-fi on they're not really paying attention they might have their wallet on the counter their phone on the counter so you got these roving uh bands and miscreants hanging around not buying nothing standing up usually waiting for that one moment when you're slipping they're trying to catch you when your eyes looking off to the left is looking off to the right you're trying to holler at you know this, this girl over here with the blue hair whatever have you mm-hmm. you're trying to do that and when, when you are not looking they're gonna snatch your laptop snatch your oh. phone snatch your wallet and bounce that's a very common occurrence. So to cut down on that, sometimes what they say is, hey, if you're in here, you got to buy something. Okay. That's an easy way to get rid of all that kind of stuff. People could say it's race bias or whatever, but it doesn't even matter because that same thing would be applied to anybody. Matter of fact, the officer, again, back to him, he said that a uniform officer in his uh, actual police force, uniform officer was not allowed to use the restroom when he went in there. Okay, so it ain't about black, it ain't about oh. white. Okay. Yeah, he said that. He said that in a statement. He was on Facebook Live and he had a statement where he was like, one of my officers was not the right to use the bathroom. Not, not the right, the privilege to use the bathroom in, in uniform. So if that's going on, that lets me know that they're being consistent with their policy. People talking about, oh, he didn't do nothing. You should be able to go do whatever he wants. Don't look at facts for what it is. Let me just do this because Damiate uh, Harry has an opposing view and he's not uh, unfamiliar with these sorts of hangouts. He's always on Mr. Researcher's channel. So Damiate, if you would like uh, me to send you a link, you can come on and debate because you know how me and ABL feel. <laughs> I'd have kicked you niggas up out of there, too. I'm just going to keep it real. Like, I'm just saying, like, because if you come up in my shit, and you ain't buy nothing, you know. You might not make it up out of there. I'm just being real. Uh, and here's here's my problem like this, man. I'm, I'm going to say something. This is going to sound very racist, but I got to say it. I deal with nothing but black male development and black men. And I'm only going to say this to you because I love you niggas. White people do not want, they move away from you niggas for a reason. This is what you got to, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be, I'm, you know, I'm not speaking, I'm speaking for me. They move away from your black ass for a reason. That's okay, right. when they move away from y'all, the last thing they want is to see you in their shit. Okay, they don't if they see like one or two of you, they don't. They, they, the reason why they move away from the inner cities, away from where the fuck you live, because they don't want to be bothered with you. This is this is not wrong or anything. So when you show up and you come to the Starbucks where you have no fucking business being there because you don't live over there at all. Okay, you walk in, of course, they looking at you and you looking like you just sold three or four uh, bags of weed. Now, the brother said they ain't bothering nobody. Okay, well, well here's the thing. As a, you go to white people's neighborhoods, let me tell you like this, but I live in Poland. Okay, if I walk into a Polish coffee shop and I just sit there not buying, not bothering anybody. Okay, the fact that I'm there. It, 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 it can deter other people from wanting to even come up in there because I'm there. Especially if it's two of us, okay? Two of us who look like we sell dope, all right? So even if they're not bothering anybody, if you niggas keep showing up every day to their shit, then people are likely not to come. 
So since you fucking it up by just being there and they have already moved away from y'all, so they ain't got to be dealing with you motherfuckers. Okay. The way you fuck it up is by going over there and sitting down and not patronizing shit, which is like they're getting fucked all the way around. You there. You're not buying shit. You like you sell dope. And other white people who come into there is like, why the fuck are y'all niggas here? Okay. So the white barista goes and looks and says, can you look at those niggas out there? Don't say nothing. Just look at them. And so they look at y'all. They're like, why are they here? And then you don't want to buy shit. And then the same thing you say, they're not bothering nobody. Because y'all niggas don't have no fucking business. Uh, don't make me go. I'm going to have to Patreon this shit. I know. I'm going to start going in. I know. But nobody got time to be dealing with y'all foolishness. I mean, yeah. am I doing too much? Let me know, brother, because you know I'm not. Nah, now nah, you want it. And I'm going to say this before we get to the next people that's in here. Shout out to everybody that's joined. Um, what if everybody did that? What if everybody just came to the Starbucks and nobody bought anything? Everybody just sitting around, using up all the Wi-Fi, peeing on the ground in the bathroom, all that kind of stuff. If ain't nobody buying nothing. How was the business going to survive in that way? So it don't make no sense for everybody to say you could just do whatever you want to do. No, you can't. If a business has rules, follow those rules. And the rules are there for a reason because the business is there to make money. They're not there to be a charity or anything else of the sort. I mean, let me, let me, Damian, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you this, man. This is why I tell you black, you black men in particular. Y'all need to start your own shit. Okay. I, I'm just, I'm just like, that way you ain't got to go on the white folks shit, getting mad because they won't let you use the bathroom because you don't buy shit. This is exactly why you black men need to start your own shit because these people, man, white people, they tired of dealing with y'all, man. They tired of dealing with us. They don't want us to be, listen, man, they don't want us over there. Okay, so why the fuck are we over there? We already know we ain't supposed to be over there. So why are we over there? Okay, I'm talking about these 80, 90% white neighborhoods. Why are you niggas there? I mean, don't, I don't tell you all. Sense. Okay, but let me do this real quick. So who we have? We have. Uh, let me welcome in my man, Super Side. We got Truth Teller four ten because he gonna go in. I know if Truth Teller if it's if it's too much, I gotta put it on Patreon. I know you about to go in, but go ahead and be a nigga. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have it in in them to want to pay. Uh, uh, want to uh, let me say it, migrate out to white neighborhoods and white establishments. <sighs> I'm sorry, this will not be able to stay on YouTube. I'll okay, go ahead. Let's, let's, go ahead and and let's just go ahead. Right. Let's go ahead. I'll take it off. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's let's go. Because niggas tend to fuck up their shit so much to the point there's nothing for them to fuck up. If you had a coffee shop and said poverty, niggas were, were free Wi-Fi and free internet, and you could be giving out free products, niggas will still go in that shit, deplete it, burn it down, rob it, and then the moment that shit closes down, they, they, you know, then they go to Starbucks with the same nigga mentality that got their shit closed down. They take that shit over to to Cockazoid Hill, and then the first thing they say is, "Look how, look how they treat us over here. Look how they treat us. They treat you like that because, first of all, before you even got there, you niggas already painted an image of yourself. When you turn on BET, when you turn on YouTube and watch any rap video, nigga, my fuck the white man, niggas is goons, niggas." Is thugs, niggas is turned, niggas is lit. I mean, a black man, you can have on a suit, you know, with a briefcase coming from corporate America. Always remember, majority represents, I'm sorry, yeah, majority represents the masses. If 500 niggas is goons and us five walk into, us four or five walk into a place, after those 500 people, after those 500 goons represented us already, 
That's how they see us. They're trying to figure out who's who and what's what. That's like putting a bad bitch in, 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 in a crowd of people. 100 of them, one of them don't have find out which one it is. Who's going to take the chances? And that's how, that's how they look at us when they deal with us. But the reason why I say that Starbucks should have because the image was already painted. Now, this might sound like some old truth teller, you, you, you racist, you hate black people. But if you look at both of those, those, those black, I don't think Negroes or not, black men, look how one of them was representing himself. If he had dreads in his hair, I'm pretty sure he, he wasn't dressed as, you know, what did that white man say? They were coming, to, they were meeting to handle some business, but yet they didn't like they were handling business. As a going to handle business, you can't go in your, and I'm not saying they had this on, but you can't go in your basketball jersey and your basketball shorts going to handle business because people don't, they already stereotyping you. You have to really look the part when you're going to do something in a white establishment for them to actually leave you alone and let you conduct business in that establishment. Now, and I'm long-winded, but I'm gonna shut up after this. Now, if the rules in Starbucks is you have to purchase something in order to stay in Starbucks, yo, you got to follow by the rules. But black people, they can't follow it. Negroes don't follow rules. They make their own and then think the shit should be implemented because they in the establishment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, let me let me do this. Shout out to uh uh Truth Teller 410. Guys, everybody that's on the show tonight, their uh channels are in the description. Let's go ahead and hit, hit let's hear it super sly. Uh and Damiate, let's see if you, you can get on. I've already uh sent you another link. Go ahead, uh super sly. I agree with everybody and everything said. Um I, I, the woe is me attitude with black folk is the self-entitlement that we have. I don't know what these brothers were thinking, but for me, when I go into a Starbucks or a Barnes and Noble, the first thing I do is buy something just so can't nobody say nothing to me. Just so that I can show them, hey, I'm not here just to loiter. You know, I'm a paying patron. You're gonna treat me as such. And basically my thing is if I'm not wanted somewhere, okay, I'll leave. I'll take my patron and someone else. I'm not gonna beg anybody to take my money. That's right. And um, the whole issue with, uh, I forget what clothing company it was. And black folk were like, no, we, we want to buy your product. And the company reps flat out said, we don't make our clothes for you. And yet the value in that clothing company went up so greatly in, in black folks' mind and, and, and their eyes. It's, it's coveted. And it, it's, I don't know how many times they got to tell us that we don't want you here. We don't want to deal with you. Uh, take a look at Baltimore. Baltimore has a slew of homes a dilapidated homes on sale for $1 right now. Now, when a white folk coming in, buy all that shit up and sit on those tax abatements for the next five years and then spruce that place up where it's going to be pristine again and raise the tax value and, and the, 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 the value of the neighborhoods go back up, who black folks going to blame for that? I just think we, we like to wallow in misery. We don't want better for ourselves as a collective. And I'm not saying a few pockets of us that actually make maneuvers to better our immediate situations, but us as a collective, as a people, we're done. We don't want better. We want to complain. We want handouts. We want the woe is me attitude. We want to blame the white man for everything at this point. 
And you know, the messed up part about that is that there's people out there that are not black that capitalize on that. If you saw the protests out there in Philly, you had a lot of white people that were out there. You had a lot of other races that were out there. They're all capitalizing on the fact that the black man, in many cases, is so uh, hell bent on being the victim. You know, people out there with their websites on banners and stuff. At this point, people know what we do is easily predictable and they cash in on it. And Starbucks will as well because they're closing the stores down for a day in May to have a race training. That ain't nothing but marketing. So everybody is cashing in on our own despair while we choose to be in despair, not cashing in on anything else. Let me do this. Let's let Damiate because he has the opposing view. Shout out to my big bro, D. Derrick. He said, man, y'all on there cooning. I tell you what, let the chat rock for today, man. We have 180 people, so it depends on how to, how out of hand it get because I, I'm kind of stirred up by this whole shit, too, because I can't see how niggas don't see it my way. But let's let Damiate speak uh, because I didn't invite him on the show. He has the opposing views. Seems like me, ABL, Truth Teller, and Super Sly all see it the same way, but this brother sees it a different way. So, Damiate, take yourself off a of, uh, off a of, uh, off a of mute, fam, and uh, and 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 uh, go ahead and speak, bro. Can you hear me? We can hear you, family. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say I got a, a opposing view. It's just that, um, it's like the previous brother said that that's why image is so important, man. Um, you get you really get treated depending on how you look and how you dress, man. Like whether you, whether you got dreads or not, because I mean, at one point in time, I had dreads too. I'm actually growing them back, but you know your image is important, man. If you walk, if they do, if them dudes is really handling business, if they walked in there with at least a button-down shirt, a blazer on, or something like that, you know what I mean? They would have got treated completely different. Maybe they would actually been able to use the bathroom if they presented themselves different. If they was actually handling business, because I mean, like the guy said, you you coming in there with uh your dusty Adidas sweatpants on. <laughs> and you talk about handling business, like, uh, I don't know. Like, even I would be suspicious, like, nah. Not to the point where I would probably, you know, call the police on you. But I don't believe you're handling no business because you just don't look like you're doing any of that, right? Um, it's also an inconsistency, in my opinion, with um, um, Starbucks. Because if, that, if that's your policy, I mean, y'all need to, everybody should have been trained on that, you know, everywhere across the country. Because, I mean, what was the other incident? that they nah, um each story is different well yeah each story is different but i'm just saying the what was the, the it was the other story with the guy the black guy brandon and the white guy weston i think they said it happened in january or something if i remember right but you know this guy is the white guy in the other video he's presented he's he's presenting himself different they gave him the code to the bathroom but they didn't get a black dude the code to the bathroom okay so i mean is it so as far as the policy, I mean, it's, it's inconsistent with um, Starbucks. And then, I mean, at the end of the day, man, at the end of the day, the dudes could have just bought a water and that would have been it. <laughs> That's how I feel. You could have just bought a water, bought a sandwich, whatever, you know, call it a day. But like, um, who I forgot who said it, but um, that's why, you know, whites move out. And then that's true. Some people, they know some, some white people just don't want to be around your black ass. Simple as that. And that go for blacks. Some blacks don't want to be around white people. I mean, it's just the way it is. And that's respectable enough to, you know, just acknowledge that and hey, I'm gonna be over here, you be over there, whatever. But um But that means let me ask you stuff because you were saying in the cause like in the chat room, man, you were saying like um <laughs> just being black and start it's like it's it's almost like a you what you're typing is like different from what you're saying right now. So at least I'm feeling that. 
Okay. So, I mean, did you agree with, I mean, because it seems like you didn't have a problem with them sitting there and not. Well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, I, I've, I've went in the um, spots before, man, and just sat down. Yeah, I've been waiting on people. I mean, I'm not necessarily conducting a business. I'm just, it's out. It's the weekend. I'm relaxed. I'm waiting on somebody. Each um, store is different. Yeah, each story is different. But each as far as in the core, each, each location is different. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's that's another major factor, man. You, they was probably in that part of town where, where they should have been dressed different. It should actually um, bought something, right? Each location is different. They was, it's, it seems to me it's also one of those um, wrong place, wrong time kind of things. Because I mean, I, just this past weekend here in Atlanta, man, um, I went to this spot where I was treated different, right? And I, I was like, whatever, you know, I ain't. I ain't what what happened? Tell, tell, tell us that story. Well, my girl, she had an issue with her um, ID, which upset me, but I was like, whatever. What was, what was wrong with that? So, well, here in Georgia, when you get a new ID, they issue a paper ID, you know, temporary, but it expired like six days ago. So, it, I mean, it, just, it expired. I mean, I gave him that, but it was just six days ago. She was, everybody there was over 21. We all like 25, 24, 26. Um, and since her idea was expired, he, the guy, white guy was like, well, Hey, she can't be here. She can't be here. You got, you got to go. You got to leave. And I was like, all right, whatever, man. I'm not even going to argue with this guy. Cause I'll just go somewhere. Cause I was ready to spend money. You know, if I'm spending money, that's just how I've been. If I'm spending money, man, like, Hey, what's the problem? But he couldn't have her there. And I was like, fine. I just go call Uber and, you know, go to somewhere else and whatever. No problem. Cause apparently the dude was coming off really anally, very, uh, uh, crucial, and I was like, "All right, man, I'm not gonna argue with you." But sometimes you can't help but to think that well, if she was white and had you know big tits or whatever, it wouldn't have been a problem. But that's not the case. But I'm not even gonna go that far with it. But some sometimes, man, honestly, you should just, some like you said, it's different in different locations, man. Sometimes you just got to know where you at and what the deal is. Because if you was in a different part of town, it probably wouldn't have been a problem. But since you was in this Starbucks, it was a problem. So that's something you got to keep in mind. Oh, okay, let me let me do this. Let me shout out to uh my man Blake nineteen eighty for ten dollar PayPal. Tony Davis ten dollars. Thank you so much, man. Grant uh seven one eight Starbucks is socially awkward white leftist. Anyway, let it burn. Let me ask you this. Okay, would you would you agree, Anthony? Okay, me and you walk into Starbucks. Are they going to be? Is there is racial profiling a problem? So we got to ask that question outside of this, but for the most part. Is racial profiling in, on, on black African-American men, is that an issue in the United States or, or to you? That's, that's a very broad question. I think it is an issue in certain cases, but I think that the cases that it's an issue in aren't <laughs> enough to really make it a difference in your everyday walking life. You know, I think there's racial bias towards everybody. And then also there's class bias. Just like, prime example, if you go into a high-class restaurant and you're not dressed properly, you got on Timberland boots, they're dirty. They're not, not going to let you in. <laughs> they're not going to let you in. It don't matter. Black, white, Puerto Rican, candy stripe, you're not getting in. Matter of fact, um, I was in a club a long time ago. I was like 17, 18. It was a mixed club. It wasn't okay. black or white. It was like a little bit of everybody. And, you know, people in there drinking, somebody getting into a little scuffle or whatever. I think the person in question was not necessarily fighting. He was just loud. White guy gets picked up by two bouncers, battering ram style. And tossed out straight on his head. Apparently, he didn't want to leave and he had to leave. It wasn't even about him being black, white, nothing. It was just, yo, you got to bounce and you're not leaving. That's why they got bouncers. They got bouncers in white clubs, black clubs everywhere. So 
sometimes we are too welcome. It's time for you to go. It's not even about race or nothing like that. Um, occasionally, you may have a race thing that goes on, but it's not just like black people are the only ones that fall victim to any kind of race-based profiling. That's not even the case. We all know that. I mean, think about it like this. What if it was a white guy coming to um, some kind of, uh, uh, what can I say, some kind of pro-black, uh, <laughs> like a polite sonnetter or something like that? What if he was to go to somewhere like that? I think that he, he might get some second looks. Okay. In the same way, if I was to go to like a Richard Spencer event or something like that, I'll get some second looks. Okay. So it's just a matter of where you are. And it's not just about black always being the victim. It's about just the situation, really. And I don't think it happens enough for it to really be a thing that impacts anybody's everyday walking life. Okay, so this is what I want to hear. So basically, you're saying that there are other things that categorize, you know, if, if the guy was like maybe dressed differently, um, there are other things. Because I, I feel like even here in Poland, like, I, I mean, I know I'm not in the United States, but I definitely know, like, because I'm in Poland, I'm just like, not that many blacks in Poland. So there's definitely some kind of bias a little bit. And that makes sense. But in a black city like Philadelphia, we have almost like a 45 percent black population. You, you don't think that it, with the almost half 50 percent police force, m- maybe the gender biases and maybe black bias is not so strong. You think there are other things outside yeah, of that, right? Absolutely. 100 percent correct. Because like you said, you know, you got a high black population. The police commissioner was black. And the police were called there. Nobody actually got hurt. People treating it like it's a case of police brutality. Nah, the police got called. All that the Starbucks people wanted them to do was to buy something. All you got to do is buy a $5 coffee or $2 water or something. But they refused to do it. So it was like, okay, what are you going to do? And then the employees were like, look, we don't want to call the police. I know they didn't want to call the police because after they got arrested, they dropped the charges. They didn't want to have to call the police. They just wanted them to comply with what they were asking. They just refuse to do so. So what do you do in that situation? If you're saying, hey, I need you to at least buy something to be here. And they're like, now nah, we ain't going to do that. Call the police. What you going to do? Right. Right. OK. Let me ask the same question to uh, to Super Slide 75. Do you think there is a racial bias against black men in America? And if you want to respond to anything that anybody said, do you have that time to do so? Go ahead, brother. Yeah. But guess what? I don't worry about that. I can't. I can only worry about what I can control. OK. So if I walk outside my house. I know what to expect. My parents raised me. This is how you maneuver. Situations like this, you can't, every situation is not a battle to be won or a war to be fought. I don't know what, if we lose the sense of how to respond to situations, uh, I, I, I don't get it. Like comprehension is, is, has been, is, is a lost art, it seems. Yeah, we get racially profiled. Okay, now what? At yeah. some point, people look at us, someone's intimidated by us whether we you know wearing sweats or wearing a suit regardless of that how we respond and we react that's up to us totally up to us no one else can control that mm-hmm. all the niggas had to do was buy some to drink buy some to drink buy some to eat they could have split up a banana bread end of story we're not even talking about the situation if they had just done the smart thing mm-hmm. they had two options either buy something or just get out and leave and take it somewhere else okay and then if they would have done that we're not talking we're not having this discussion right now mm-hmm. so what is did comprehension and common sense where did it go you know <laughs> where did it go okay. now you make some good points let me actually uh just real quick child ronnie mcintyre has a great bill keep in mind though when you look at images of lynchings you will see black people well dressed in suits and people dressed in rags uh, that is, 
Come on. That, that's not even come on. Like, that's not even nothing to do with nothing. I mean, anybody getting lynched, anybody getting hurt. I think what he's trying to say is that when you talk about he, what he's mentioning is this is the image. Right. When we say that the image, what he's saying is that that when when there was racism in whatever case it was, that it it, it didn't um, that the bias was still against those who were in suits are those who are dressed in rags. So that's what he's trying to say. That's nothing to do with that's nothing to do with what we're talking about right now because I mean how your image is you get discriminated against by other blacks. Like like mm -hmm. I said, I worked in the clubs a lot when I was coming up in the whole graphic design thing and I'd be outside and I would see black folks get turned away from a black club that was owned by a black man and had nothing yeah, but black true. folks in there and working there. You come into a club, everybody got on their best dress. Like let's say you come in there for all white affair, you know them. Uh, all white affair. Come on, your your fresh is all white. You coming in there looking like you just came from Dunkin' Donuts in your uniform. You're not getting in, and it nothing to do with how you. And the race is irrelevant because everybody's black. Okay. So to use the whole thing about lynching and it, it, it didn't care if you had on a suit tie, whatever, it doesn't make any sense when you're talking about right now and the things that we're talking about today. It's a false equivalent just because they were dressed a certain way does not mean that it's the same thing or it could even be compared to what we're talking about right now. Okay, I think. I mean, I, I, I. I think that there's some relevancy in, in a way. I kind of disagree. I mean, I'm not saying that that. I think what he's trying to say is that how white people see blacks, uh, in terms of racial bias, has not changed. I think that's what he's trying to say, and I, I, I would not disagree with him in certain aspects because I mean, look at how blacks are promoted, right? I mean, now in, in, in the media. So I think what he's trying to say is not necessarily anything like social justice warrior, but I get what you're saying. But I get what he's saying. But let me do this. Let me go back to Superside. Superside, did you have something else that you want to add to that, brother? Uh, no. It's it's okay. just for some odd reason, we the only group of people that purposely take our camera phones and record ourselves looking for trouble. Yep. Yes. What 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 is that? Well, do we is that attention seeking? And you want to reinforce the uh, the self entitlement, the woe is me attitude, like. I don't understand you looking for racism and you, you poking and prodding this bear. And when they give you the work, then you want to, ah, I'm a, I'm a victim. Ah, stop. It's not fair. It's not right. You want to protest and march and shit. You want to case in point, the, 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 the incident in, in Atlanta with Houston's okay. with goofy ass Jay real estate. Now this nigga was in a suit. His mm -hmm. people was all glam squatted up. They're all in business suits, business attire. They didn't want them there for whatever reason. Can you explain that one? Because I, I heard about that, but I'm not sure what happened. Basically, their party got half of their party got there late. And the manager was like, hey, your party's not here. Look, either y'all can wait or come back at another time. And then mm -hmm. Jay, being a self-entitled self brat that he is, went on this huge tangent, claiming it was racism, yada, yada, yada. And you get goofy-ass T.I. down there for attention whoring in front of the cameras. And um. all this brouhaha about we're going to shut down Houston's. You don't have to shut down Houston. Guess what? Take your business elsewhere. It's Buckhead, Atlanta. I've been yeah. there. There's plenty of <laughs> nice eateries in Buckhead that you don't have to go to yeah. Houston's. Yeah. And this they they shut down for a few days, the little small moral victory, and you ain't heard shit since then. So oh. it it's it goes back to me for me personally, this whole civil rights thing. You had a bunch of self-privileged black folk wanting to include themselves in a place in a society that did not want them there. Now you're getting the you're getting your ass kicked because of it and you want to complain behind it. You yeah. want an integration, you have it. You happy? 
Quit bitching. This is what you asked for. This what you this what you asked for. Simple. To me, it is. That's how I see it. Let me do I this. Agree. Let me kind of uh, let me go to uh no, that's just a good point. I keep hearing in the chat Starbucks doesn't have a dress code. Uh Anthony Bryan Logan talked about other blacks discriminating against other blacks. I'm gonna talk about that. Um, let's let Truth Teller weigh in on what he's talking about here, and we'll talk about this whole thing about Starbucks doesn't have a dress code because I keep hearing that in the chat. We have 231 people watching. Guys, do me a favor and then we get to LAR movement. Get the likes up on the video. Let's go to the brother, uh, Truth Teller 410. Let him uh, build on that. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm real short. The reason American Negroes scream racism is because everything F nigga attire on. Let me say it like that. Nigga attire on. And you walk into an establishment and they say you can't be in here. It's too much for a black person to say, well, maybe if I if I didn't have these pants on, or maybe if I didn't have my pants hanging off of my ass. See, black people think because their pants cost $250, you know, they, they, they're somebody. White people look, look at the money. Who buys those pants? The same pants you see the rotten a rich white Jew man with those pants on. It's kind of hard to hear what and you said the last because you kind of broke up. You hear me now? I hear you now better, yes. Alright, cool. What I'm saying is, like, I lived in Atlanta. I lived in Lathonia. Lived right near uh, uh, the Cab Medical Parkway. Um, No, no, the Cab, what was that? The Cab Memorial Hospital or whatever that is? Okay. The hospital. I lived right behind there. I remember, this is a perfect example. I remember one time uh, 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 Gucci man, Gucci man was in a, on, on Memorial. He had on a five thousand dollars worth of clothes and probably a million dollars worth of jewelry. And a white person walked by him, signed the autographs. The white person walked right past him, and everybody looked at the white person like, "Yo, why, why you?" And I know that white person was thinking that motherfucker looked like a buffoon. I don't care if that's a million dollars worth of, of, of jewelry on. I don't care if he has on Louis Vuitton. And, that shit means nothing. You look like a buffoon. Black people scream racism because they're lazy. They're slow. Brain to think. They, they, for, I'll always, this thing never happened to black people. It was the world. Truth teller, truth teller. It's coming in and out. Are you like in a. Are you in a bad reception area or something like that? Truth teller. No. Working like in and out. Yeah, yeah, it's coming in and out, in and out. Like, are you like on Wi-Fi or are you on your... Yeah, I can't hear him at all. Yeah, it's like breaking up. They'll probably come back. Yeah. All right, let, let me... Uh, he, he's coming back. Okay, let me do this. Let me... Uh, so here's what I want to talk about. Let me go to LAR real quick. Shout out to LAR Movement. Um, this is why I want to. We'll, we'll talk about the Starbucks having a dress code thing piece. Um, we want to talk about the discrimination of other uh, other blacks by other blacks. But let's let LAR movement build in on what he was saying. So, can I be offensive? Yes, sure, sure. We might pay for this. Okay, this is America. It's racist. Okay, that's what it is. It is. So, if you're going out somewhere and somebody do some shit and you black and especially a black man. You know how shit go already. Like that's that's what it is. I mean, 
the root, all of this stuff. Here's here's my issue in general. Okay. We're black men. We're not white. We ain't Asian. We ain't Hispanic. The rules are different for us. Okay. So if you know you're in a situation where the rules are different from you, stop acting like the rules are not different. Yeah, white people could go on Starbucks and do that shit. You ain't white. Does white people have to fit a dress code? No, you ain't white. You know, I I, got, I could respect the two the, the two brothers in the video because they really didn't say too much. They're yes, like, they eh, all right, whatever. Cops here, cuffs. All right, let's go with it. You know, so on one end, yes, America does. It's been, there's not a day in American history where it hasn't been racist. But on the flip side of that, you know, we fuck if if we don't know this shit by now, we're fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, that, that's the problem. Like we know how this shit get down. It's not it's, it's not it, how, how many times you got to get hit over the head with this shit. Do you think that the situation in Starbucks was racism? I think anytime you need six cops to come for somebody is is stupid. It, you, you, that, that's what it's about. That's how it started. You, you, how about this? Because we always do this racial comparison. And I'm going to use you as the opposite end of that spectrum right now. How, how many cops does it take to get a non-black person out of a place? Not that many. <laughs> I guess it depends on the situation. ABL. If they, ABL, really. In that situation, it wouldn't take that many cops. I mean, I don't know why it was, I don't know why they came. People are intimidated by black men. And if we say no, they, we know that they fucking call them the cops. But they knew they was going to call the cops. But why, why, why couldn't they just comply with what was asked of them? All they had to do was buy something to leave. So why say, nah, we ain't going to do that and wait for the police? Look, I they, get they that part too. That was, that, they could have bought, bought a water and sat down and chilled out. And at the same time, you can also say in that particular situation, people are raised, some people are raised to wait on your company before you start eating. But it doesn't matter. Like, if you are in someone else's establishment, they are saying you have two options. You can buy something or leave. I, so I why not just do one or the other? I definitely if, if you don't want to buy something before your company comes, just go somewhere else. That's what I mean by you know what it is when you get there. Because mm -hmm. if you don't buy something, they're going to fucking call the cops on you. You know that. And they, and they said it. And they said it. It was like, okay, if you don't leave or buy something, we're going to call the police. They said, go ahead and call the police. So they invited the situation. That's their fault. 100% of the way. Look, you, you, in some ways, they invited the situation. In other ways, you know how they people said, get down. Go ahead and call the police. I mean, how was but, that well, not? Hey, go, I mean, go ahead and call the police is inviting the situation just as much as you know when you look at the counter, somebody, you're going to know, oh, this bitch about to give me hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same fucking thing. Like, you know what you're getting into once you get to a place. Like, you know, you could say what they could do, what they could have done. It really don't fucking matter where they go. We black men. Our rules are completely different. I, me as a, a personal responsibility part of it, mm -hmm. we fucking know this already. There's no, at this particular point, there is no need, even though they didn't film what was going on, there is no need for us to film racism or getting fucked with or fucking with people anymore. We all fucking know what's going on in America. Mm -hmm. We film ourselves doing dumb shit and act like it ain't dumb shit. 
We film other people doing dumb shit and act like that ain't dumb shit. It's dumb shit. Like that, like it's, it's but in this in this situation, it was people that was around him that was filming it. I think that it could even be staged. Shout out to Bapa. He sent me an email just now and said that uh the woman, well, one of the people that filmed it. Huh? Okay, this ain't Pizzagate. This ain't no, 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 no. This is this is this is this is real evidence. Like I can send you the link on Twitter. Okay, okay, okay. Let's read it. Let's read it out. Because Bapa said, "What you want? He wants to read. Let's let him read it." All right. It said this may have been staged. The woman that filmed this video. Melissa DePino is an author, principal, founding partner, and editorial director of Leapfrog Group, a branding and marketing firm for nonprofits. Lauren DePino, a woman that is allegedly the sister of Melissa DePino and bears a striking resemblance, is also a freelance writer for the Leapfrog Group, the Washington Post, and the New York Times. Fake black man Sean can help this new newly found video go viral, helping up ratchet up the coverage of these events. Melissa and Sean have been tweeting to each other about these events. Could be a coincidence, but it doesn't feel like it. And then I'm gonna put a link in the box so y'all can check it out. Okay, that's great. Go ahead, Elliar. Did you want to go ahead, Elliar? Weigh in on this, and then I'm gonna get the next episode. Some, guy, some girls with you with a social justice war don't mean that the two dudes that walked in the fucking coffee shop knew that. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just. I'm just putting information out there. That's all. Hey, if you walked into McDonald's tomorrow and two people started fighting, and they say you set it up. Cause you're a conservative. Would that make sense? <laughs> I mean, that was just a random kind of weird thing. I don't understand how that. I don't. I don't get you it. You know what the hell I just said? That's why you smiling, goddamn. <laughs> wow, I'm smiling because I'm just lost. <laughs> lost. I don't know what's going on right now. I mean, look, I ain't, I ain't trying to say it's staged or nothing like that. I'm just saying what I said earlier. Really, that people are taking advantage of the situation. They know what we're gonna do. They know that we're gonna try to get Black Lives Matter all this and the third. So people are trying to eat off it already. Starbucks is doing the same thing. They're going to close on the 29th of May for race bias training. All that is right there is a big market employee. They know what they're doing. When they people come to the door and they see Starbucks is closed and they see the reason why, that's going to heighten the visibility in the SJW circle. That's going to further entrench them into their base. Well, can I say something? Make some coffee at home. Yeah, hold on one second, Damian. So we're going to get to you right after this. But let me just say this one thing. Um, here, here's my issue and my problem with because you guys know I'm very pro-black male. Okay, I'm not I'm not really pro-black community at all. Uh, and here's here's why. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why. If we have black men showing up to businesses that just want to hang out there and not support, then and, and this is in the white part of town. Okay, where and most let's keep on it. A lot of Negroes, black dudes, they're scared of everybody. They're they're not afraid of nobody but white people. Okay, most most black people have a fear of white folks. Whether we want to, you know, we we admit it or not, we think white folks think about the police, the judge, the prisons, everything. When you have niggas who are actually, you know, go. I'm sorry, black people, brothers, as David Carroll would say, go into a a, a a white business in a white neighborhood, sit down, not want to pay for shit. What are they gonna do in your black business? And this is something that we got to think about, man, because, Good point. Good point. you know, here we are as African-American men, you know, like, I mean, we're trying to build upon stimulating our economies as black men. We're trying to teach brothers to appreciate each other's businesses as black men. I'm not saying that racism don't happen. I'm in Poland. I get racism every week. I know racism happens in America. I've had white people call me niggas before. I mean, I understand that. 
But the, but the problem is this, and Jay Miller, you're more than welcome to come on, big bro. The problem is, and with my people like D. Durrell, and he always supports the show, I need you black men to understand, man, that if you're going to the white men with this shit, then the black business don't have a chance because we already know you don't give a fuck about black people's businesses. You Preach. don't give a fuck about black people's neighborhoods. You don't give a fuck about none of that shit. And if you take the attitude to the white man, then the black community or the black male community and we don't have a fucking chance. So if 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 if, if white people and, and Asian people who typically don't allow y'all to get away with this kind of shit, they don't let you get away with it. Yes. Just, and, and they shouldn't. You, you cannot walk into a Korean store. They will take you to get the fuck out or they will try to shoot your ass if you don't want to. See, a lot of people don't understand. These people are going to start taking the laws into their own hands. Mm. And it's going to be somebody that's going to smoke one of you motherfuckers on that bullshit. See, somebody yes. is not going to be, you know, calling the police. Somebody going to go get their pistol and, and lay your motherfucking ass. ass out. Hurry and buy or die. They're going to lay your motherfucking ass out. And when they lay your ass out, you're going to be marching Black Lives Matter. And some people are not afraid to go to prison. They're going to lay your ass out. Them Islam Muslims, they're not playing with you, dog. They're not playing with you. So when you go on there, I'm going to just stand your business and, I, and, they, and your brain is on the goddamn counter. Don't say shit. A little dude just got shot in Memphis. So this is why you black men can't take, cannot take this. Go someplace, bruh. Go someplace. Buy some shit. Get the fuck up out of there. If you're in the white man's neighborhood and you're over there, go ahead and just buy what you're going to do and use what you're going to do, man. I'm, I'm saying that because I don't want nothing to happen to you. What if one of those cops shoots you? You know what I'm saying? And that's why y'all got to stop being so 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 emotional about this shit because it, it don't make no sense, man. Because you, if you're a business owner, you want somebody to patronize you. I hate to see one of y'all get killed because even Starbucks might have this shit like they have this thing going on right now. But every business ain't having no racial appreciation day, or racial. Some businesses ain't. Some businesses ain't playing with y'all. Some businesses gonna grab the gun and, and and shoot you in the fucking jaw. That's what's gonna happen to you. I'm a yeah. kid, especially don't go to another country doing that shit where they can oh, get them. No. Man, if you go to Uganda with that bullshit or something, nigga, they gonna lay your motherfucking ass out on the street. I can guarantee you that. So you can keep going around here acting entitled like you want. These people gonna lay your motherfucking ass out. That's all I had to say. Go ahead, Damiate. Um, you just brought the fire on that one. Uh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I was just going to say that, um, I mean, going back to LAR point, man, and tying into yours, man, that's, it's, 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 that's what the deal is, man. And like LAR said, I mean, I'm a young dude, but, I mean, young and old black folks, y'all don't get it by now, man. It's <laughs> Like OC said, you're going to go in the wrong spot one day and all right. And they say they tell you to buy something. I ain't buying nothing, and they lay your ass out. And then what? Because we, I mean, what are we gonna do then? And then too much we can do because you don't. But um, I was just gonna say that um, in relation to what, like you know, what happened to me last week. Because um, I, I live in um, I live in East Atlanta, and I was uh, over here on uh, College Avenue at this spot, little white spot, and. I necessarily didn't want to go there, but the homies wanted to go there, so it was whatever. But, I mean, the way I got treated, I was like, you know, I, I wasn't mad. You know, I recognized what it is. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. This dude tripping about some ID that expired seven days ago. It ain't a big deal. I was about to spend $40 on some food, some wings, and some beer, but that's that's not finna happen. So I'm going to bounce, whatever. You know, it's like recognized game. I'm not finna sit here and be like, ah, oh, well, you should just let me sit here because I'm black and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I ain't, ain't finna do all that, bro, because you got to recognize it just for your own safety, you know, bounce, man. 
call the lift, hop in the car, dip, whatever you got to do. Um, so, man, if y'all don't get it by now, man, I don't know what to say, man. But also, I was going to put everybody onto this app called um, Official Black uh, Wall Street. I don't okay. know if y'all familiar with that. But this app, if you go to it and download it or go onto their webpage, man, they'll show you... Um, They'll show you black businesses out in your area. You know what I'm saying? Or if you know some black businesses, get in contact with them and try to tell them that they should, uh, or just try to get their name onto the app so people can look them up. But man, start, start, just go, go to the black spot, man. Go to your black um, bookstores, go to your black restaurants, go to your black coffee shops. Stop areas, man. Because let me tell you, I mean, I, like, I, um, I get treated, I got treated where. I did in Decatur here in Atlanta. But if I go to uh, West End, Southwest Atlanta, and go to McDonald's and just sit in there and chill, ain't no problem. Why? Because that's a black area. Ain't no problem. Given it's white folks over there, but it's majority black in West End Atlanta. Ain't no problem if I just sit in there. If I want to buy water, I buy water. If I don't, if I want to go in there and sit, on, sit for an hour and use the internet, ain't no problem. I can pack up and walk out and I'm safe. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no police getting called on me. So, man, you need to know where you at, man. You need to know your city, man. And you need to just really, man, just stop fuck with these folks. <laughs> Simply just go to the black, black anything, man. Just protect yourself, man, and deal with your own people. And back can like, I say, well, hey, can I add to that real quick? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me uh, let me just do this real quick. Go ahead. Okay, because uh, we, we got people on the adding to what you're saying. But okay, let me just do this real quick. We can add to what you're saying. Um, I just want to add on the platform black privilege, the, the conversation to that. And after this, we're going to talk about dress attire with Starbucks. So make your point, Damiate. And then very mm -hmm. briefly, because we got to go back to LAR because people need to speak. Uh, and so, uh, not LAR, yeah. So uh, go ahead, Damiate, finish what you're saying. LAR, then truth oh, yeah, man. quick, and then we'll go to ABL on the new topic. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, black economics is important, man. We can't get on here and talk about unity and, and fixing the community. You can't even practice black economics, man. So shop black, man. Protect yourself. Uh, shop with your own people, man. Um, what you said, uh, LAR, that uh, integration was integration was a, a detriment, man. It shouldn't have happened, but it did because now instead of just going to your black shops and everything cool, you want to go to the white places and you get treated this way, and now you want to complain. That's bullshit. So, man, black economics, man, that's the way to go. Okay. okay. Uh, shout out to Clutch and uh, Black Male Talk. I'll try to get you guys on before the show is over. Um, let me let me let me do this real quick. Um, let's go to LAR one to respond what he had to say, and then truth teller. Let's make it quick, guys, uh, and then we're gonna go to AB on the next topic. Okay. Um, go ahead. This situation is looked at differently because of a history of situations. Okay. Okay. And what I mean by that is, we have a history now of going places in businesses that don't want us and spending our money just to let them know we could be there. Okay. If they don't fucking want you there, leave. Okay. Like this, this happens all, I got money to shop here. They don't want you there. Right. People go to the Gucci store doing that shit. People go to Barney's doing that shit. People go to the Rolex shop doing that shit. People go to high end restaurants doing that shit. They, if they don't want you there, you could go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest problems. Like, yo, why are you trying to spend your money to be to let people know that you're somewhere where they don't want you? Okay. You know, and that's the part about the black business part. You what we're doing as a people 
is we're killing black businesses that would actually serve us because mm -hmm. we want people who don't like us to see our face and take our money. That's true. Exactly. And that's fucking idiotic. This black business ain't good enough, but I'm going to get these $20 I got right here and go to this place where they say, nigga, leave, and I'm going to order $22 worth of shit. Right. <laughs> like, right. it's America, right? Like, you, you didn't, you, you know. <laughs> I hate to say this, and I'm going to shut up real, because I'm, I'm long-winded on this one. Right, Remember right. when they were sitting at them lunch counters? Mm -hmm. They didn't want your fucking ass there. They still don't want your fucking ass at the lunch counter. Right. Obviously, you ain't got the memo. I don't know. I'm done. Man. I just want to add a little bit to that just real quick. He says I uh, support black businesses and stuff like that. But the, the problem is if you go to black business but actually spend money, you, you can't, you know, shout out to Divine Performance and um, another brother just super chat. I'm going to get to that in a minute. But if you're going to go to anybody businesses, black, non-black, bro, go in there and spend your money. Don't go in there and bullshit people, okay? Because nobody got time for your fucking shit. All right, let me go to uh, a truth teller real quick, and then we got to go to ABL. Or actually, um, ABL then Super Slide. Super Slide, did I skip you, bro? Let me know. No, you good. You can catch me on the catch oh, on the, on come around. All right, yeah. go ahead. Let's go ahead with um with truth teller. Hey, hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. You mean you sound like you be yeah. like very white player? You sound better now. All right, all right. Hey, I'm gonna say this real quick. Okay. On on the left side of the street, you got the white owned uh uh, uh store. On the on the right side of the street, you got the black owned store. The white people don't want your fucking ass there and give you nasty attitude. Black people need your fucking ass there and give you nasty attitude. You can't win with either or. And we all know it's like that. Everybody don't no, no sugar coating. Let's stop pussyfooting. You can go to Mrs. Johnson's bakery and buy some bread. Mrs. Johnson come to the counter. What you want? No hello. No how are you doing? No thank you for coming. No nothing. What you want? You go over to the white man. At least he'll give you a fake smile, take your money, and then when you walk out the door, he'll call you a nigga. You understand? The whole, the, the whole thing about us black men, and I'm, I'm, I'm a pro-black man like my man O'Shea, mm -hmm. make me feel like I'm worth something. That's why niggas go buy prostitutes. Prostitutes love you for the, for the moment. Okay. <laughs> for the moment. But when you go to Miss Johnson's bakery, Miss Johnson treats you like you ain't shit, but need your money. White people say, we don't need your fucking business. But when you come in there, hey, how you doing? Thank you. Come again. When you leave out the door, fucking nigger. Okay. Okay. So I'll tell you what. So, I'm going to put that on the table also. Um, bad customer service and stuff like that. We'll talk about that actually on the yes, third. That's a good point. You want to weigh in on some more stuff, bro? No. That, oh, that's all I'm saying. When people say, you know, and I, I agree with my man. We should, we should support black-owned business. But when you go on black-owned business and they treat you Worse than the fucking white man treat you. Okay. At least, at least they humble themselves and call the fuck they white counterpart, authority counterpart to handle you. The fucking nigga right here, and I hate to make it sound like that, but the black person that owns the store know they need your money to thrive and still treat you like shit. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me do this. Let me shout out to uh uh Black Ocean. When black communities prosper better than whites, Tulsa, Wilmington, whites literally came with guns and torches, looking for blood. Many times, whites violently forcing their grace to have somebody to shit on. Okay, it's, uh, it's an interesting point of view. Uh, let me let me do this real quick. Here's the things I want to put on the agenda. Uh, shout out to Ricky two four five. I want to talk about um so this black customer service bad business. Like, okay, why are why, why is it that we don't have black for our own versions 
of Starbucks or something close, especially in a city like Philadelphia, Philadelphia, where you have a high black population? Should there be some sort of black coffee place that African-Americans can go to in prestige areas or even in nice areas? Um, let's talk about uh, discrimination against other blacks. But I want to deal with this argument that I've been hearing which is a Starbucks doesn't have a dress code. So what are you talking about? So why is that an argument? So AB, I want to start with you. You can respond first to whatever you wanted to respond to. And then we'll deal with this because I keep seeing it in the chat. Okay. Now this whole thing with Starbucks is a dress code. I think that when I brought that situation up, it was a topic that had been floated out there talking about uh, appearance and does anybody discriminate based on appearance? It was not specifically about Starbucks itself having a dress code. Obviously they don't have that, but if anybody is to get looked at differently for how they dress, that's not a race specific thing, because like I said, you can be discriminated against by other black folks at a black establishment where it's all black folks working there, all black folks inside, 100 percent black, no white man in sight, nothing to fear. But when you get there, you don't have one the required attire and you get turned away. So to say that, oh, it's just a, a racist thing to say that somebody will get looked at differently because of what they have on does not make any sense. Or if it's a certain kind of um, like you got a, a high end restaurant, any kind of place where you just don't look right, like take it down to the base level. Uh, if you go to a gas station, no shirt, no shoes, no service. You come in there looking like you just came from the beach. It's like, nah, man, put on something. You got to it's, it's certain ways you go in businesses and in certain ways you don't. But in the case of Starbucks, the rules they broke and the things they did in that Starbucks that prevented them from being able to stay in there was it did not follow the rules. Okay. Buy something to leave. It's not really that difficult. If it was somewhere else, maybe the rules are you got to have a certain kind of dress. But either way it goes, just in a general sense, talking about black folks being professional and dealing with business in a general sense, aside from the whole Starbucks situation, mm -hmm. you want to present yourself, put your best foot forward. Don't be out there looking like you just came from, um, you know, what I'm saying laying sheetrock or something like that with stains on your sweatpants and all this kind of stuff in your goatee. You want to come in there looking right. If you conduct in business, what they said they were, they said they were real estate brokers allegedly. If okay. that's going on, then why are you looking like you just came straight from the trap house? To me, it doesn't make any sense. On a separate level, away from the Starbucks incident, just talking about black folks being professional in general, mm -hmm. that needs to be addressed because we're already bringing it up. But again, to close that point out, no, there's not a dress code at Starbucks. However, there is a certain thing called professionalism, and just because. Uh, you're just a certain kind of way. It's not me going to get treated right by blacks or by non-whites because the same kind of discrimination based upon how you dress can exist amongst your same race and in other races aside from white people. Okay. Okay. Mm. Here's what I also want to talk about. Uh, Kingdom Kid is uh, I've never, I don't know. This is your subscriber, Kingdom Kid. You heard her before? Yes. 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 She's making some pretty good, uh, pretty good, points that i want to kind of read out uh at some point in the podcast um this is what i want to say also just real quick these guys say that they're businessmen but you want to i mean i don't understand people say they do business but you want to go into somebody else's business and not support can't their can't business money. i mean it doesn't make sense to me like it, it, you know you always see the nigger the niggerpreneur like the niggerpreneur <laughs> <laughs> niggerpreneur okay <laughs> I mean, we have niggerpreneurs on, on black YouTube. And the niggerpreneur is always looking to get, you know, everything for him and cut everybody out of the shit. Like, that's niggerpreneurs. You know what I'm saying? And only niggerpreneurs 
I was gonna do a video about that, but I, I knew it was gonna get flagged, so I just wouldn't waste me wasting my goddamn time. But the niggerpreneur is gonna show up into somebody else's business. Like where you want to do, you want to make money off of somebody else's shit and tell them that nigga, I'm here to do business and make money for myself, but fuck your shit. I'm waiting on somebody. Like, nigga, are you serious? Like, this is the nigga man. Imagine doing business with these niggas. Right. You probably never get your shit. Yeah. I mean, like, this is this is what you're dealing with. Like, and, and like, you know, this is like the, the, the lack of integrity. From so many black businesses, man, like you niggerpreneurs out there, bro. Like, I can't stand you motherfuckers, man. Like, y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't gonna be shit. And you know, that's why so many blacks are so terrible in fucking business. But I'm gonna I'm leave it alone. I'm gonna cause I, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna try to try to be nice. Let me let my man Super Sly uh deal with this, man. Super Sly. Um, you know, there's this position out there. By the way, everybody, everybody that's on the stream, guys, you can go subscribe to their YouTube channel. In the description link, everybody can just hit the subscribe on them. Go ahead and deal with this super slot. Two things. Okay. The first thing I blame Russell Russell uh, Russell Simmons for that. And hear hear me out. Okay. Remember when he was on TV going to his office wearing his jeans and his argyle sweaters and and his shoes and shit, just real casual. Okay. And he had made a statement said, "Yeah, you know, I, I'm on my business. I dress how I want." Uh, that attitude even though it was like 20 years ago, has kind of seeped into black business uh, acumen yeah. to a certain extent. I've noticed the change in how when I deal, do when I mainly did business with, with brothers, it was really, really casual. Uh, when I used to live in Atlanta, we go to strip clubs. We do we held meetings in strip clubs. The yeah. weirdest shit ever. But this is what these niggas did down there. Okay, yeah. we got the blue, we got the blue flame, like <laughs> eating chicken wings and talking yeah. about. Uh, royalty points and, and and all album deals and shit and there's a big booty bitch right here clapping her ass. We might have to Patreon this motherfucker show. He talking about some good ass shit, nigga. Shit. Okay. And then the that. second part of it, unfortunately, the pro blacks have mastered the art of black business. For some odd reason, yeah. they can do it, but we on the outside cannot get it together for whatever reason. I, I don't like that. It bothers me. Um, for, like I said, for some odd reason, they've mastered that craft of being able to kind of get the black business established and keep it going, pass it down to their kids. Yeah. However they do it, they're able to do it. They can have events, sell out uh, ballrooms. Uh, you know, Sonetta, come on, let's come on, man. Sonetta. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Sonetta. That's my boy, man. You know what I'm saying? So... He's been doing this for 20, 25 years now. Mm -hmm. And then look at how many people have branched off from him. You know, how many people he's fathered, basically. And they've all taken the platform and run it in different directions and all can, you know, pretty much sell out, you know, sell little little rooms out with, with no with no problem. They have product to sell um, direct uh, direct to customer uh, relationships. They they how we should we should be doing it. They're doing it. Now you can sit here and say well, all the issues they have with with, with the with the relationships with each other and the different tribes. That's another thing. But yeah. as far as the black business, they've been doing it and they're yeah. doing it well. Why it hasn't trickled down to the rest of us or hasn't passed down to to everybody else outside of that? I don't know. I can't for the life of me explain that to you. I don't have a definite answer answer for that. Mm -hmm. I, I got my own answer for that. But uh, I, I, I'll, 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 is there anything else you want to weigh in on real quick? No, that was that was pretty much it. Um, 
just very, very laissez-faire attitude when it comes to to brothers in business. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get it. Don't don't want to throw on a three-piece suit. You may feel like you're overdressed for. I, I get all that, mm-hmm. but for the most part, you know, and I fall victim to this shit too because I, I, there are times I went to a meeting in jeans and a t-shirt for whatever reason. I'm making no excuses, but mm-hmm. I've succumbed to that mindset at times as well too. But if I'm meeting someone for the first time, it's an investor. I'm looking to just to, to pitch a product, whatever. I, I'll throw on a, a shirt and some pants and some th- and some wallabies. I'm not gonna look half all fucked up. I'm gonna look somewhat presentable and like I got some sense. Okay, you right. know. So yeah. Okay. I mean, I, here's one. I, I hear some people saying some pejorative things about Sonnetter. He's this and he's that. Um, I, I mean, I don't know Sonnetter's business, but what I will say is, and Sonnetter has a, a pretty good managerial skill set. Um, I can just you know kind of tell that he knows how to you know uh, administrate. I think guys who um, that's one thing like administrative skills and me, and Anthony, Brian Logan was talking about that before. That's a skill that a lot of black people don't really like because as blacks, we like to be in the forefront a lot. That's one of our big, we want to be on the camera. We want to be talking. We want to be doing that, but we don't really do the administrative or like I say, the executive producing part. Cause it's a lot of dirty work in that. And it's a lot of budgeting in that. And it's a lot of, you know, gathering of things that you don't want to do in that. You know what I'm saying? That's a dirty part of the game. I think Sonetter and people like him um, and those parts of, you know, even, you know, even in the black churches and stuff like that, those people have those warm communities. They know how to administrate fairly well. And it's, it's if you know how to administrate very well in a, in a warm community, um, you're always going to do very well because nobody wants to do that part. So I think, that's one thing. Let me kind of go to, uh, I think the next person might have been, let's go to Damiate real quick. Uh, Damiate, you also made the same uh, kind of statement about, you know, Starbucks doesn't have a dress code. What's your position on this? Well, yeah, man. I mean, um, like the brother said, man, if you in the strip club or you in the, um, it, it's the, it's just the setting, man. I mean, if you're in the strip club, I mean, we didn't even expect you to come here with a suit on, but if we in a, a conference room, you know, you, you got at least a button-down shirt on, long sleeve or short sleeve, it don't matter. You know, you got something on. Um, like I said, I don't think them dudes was conducting no business, man, but I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Because if y'all about business, man, pushing out, you know, $3 for a water, man, that's, if you stressing $3, man, damn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, like, if you handle business, man, you're going, you going to an interview, um, you uh anything business related, man. You know you're supposed to uh, have a certain demeanor and present yourself a certain way, man. Because that's just impressions of impressions. First impressions matter, man. So we all if we all seeing this story, seeing this video, of these dudes getting carried, you know, escorted out of the um, Starbucks, and y'all claim y'all was doing business, man. We we America can't tell because look what y'all got on. We can't tell. Right. You know, being black, being black, you don't want to hold that against them. But I mean, hey, if you looking at it unbiasedly, man, we can't tell what you're doing no business, bro. Um, so, I mean, like like I said, man, take a trip down to your uh, local Goodwill, if that's what it takes, man. Get you a, a long sleeve shirt and some slacks or something, man. I mean, it ain't, it ain't that expensive to um, it's not that expensive to buy, man. So okay. if, if they can't do that, you know, like I said, damn. So. Um, That's all I got to say on that. Okay, let me let me go to Lar. Shout out to Damiate for that. Let's go to Lar and then Truth Teller, and then we'll 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 kick kick it up a notch and get into some Patreon type of controversy or content where you can go in on. All right, um, let's Lar. You know what's this? You know Starbucks is not a dress up place. Yeah, it's not a dress up place. So what? 
I go jogging and people get nervous when they see me jogging because that's just, you know, that's how people get down. If you're handling business in, in, in this aspect, yeah. when people go out to meet up with people, there's a certain way you got to conduct yourself before when you get there. So even if you don't fit the dress code, because I'm not going to lie, America has become laissez-faire when it comes to presentation. Yes. Mm-hmm. More so than Europe, definitely. Yes, that's true. So even if you don't fit the stereotypical bill, but you got the money and the resources, there's still a part of it. If you really got to have a meeting with somebody about some shit like that, then it's like, look, okay, they fucking with me because I ain't buying nothing. Let me buy some shit and get that out the way because what, what I need, what I'm here for is actually this meeting. It's more important. Yes. You know, so... That part is is where the problem comes because people used to meet at restaurants and diners. And guess what? They say, look, I order some, okay, just give me a coffee, uh, you know, and I'll wait on my person to come. Right. You know, they would That's do true. that and handle and handle their business that way. Now, if you if and as a black man, you should know you, you should know that part of it because if it's a if it was about the business. You know, you you can't walk in there like a white guy and be in jogging pants and and be able to do that stuff. You already know that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once they approach you, it's like, okay, even when they call the cops, like you know, even before they call the cops, this is the one thing I really have a problem with. If you didn't want to buy something and you and they and you told them to call the cops and they did, you should have walked outside, called the dude that you was waiting on and say, look. This ain't the place right now. How about we walk right. down the block? Right. Because what's more important was having that meeting. Right. Which makes me think that that wasn't meeting wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't important. It was couldn't have been. You know, you know what I think happened? I think they were just in there, just doing what it, like doing nothing, and then they came up with the excuse. So we trying to wait on our friend, and then some random white guy came in there and say, "I'm the friend." That's what you I know, think happened. Like, let's be honest. Well, I, I can't say let's be honest as if I was there too, but sometimes your pride get in the damn way. Yeah. Yeah. I should be able to do what everybody else do. Well, you ain't everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you if you if they if this is really if they really businessmen and they really in the real estate and they really got it like that, then if this is the case, you okay, sue for discrimination. If you win, take that money and get you and, and get some real estate. Buy a freaking Starbucks. How about that? And uh, you know, I'm done. Okay, and then who we got next? Is it uh Truth Teller? Okay. Oh, let me do this real quick. Truth Teller. Let me shout out some people that uh super chatted. Man, I forgot to get Truth Teller. He actually super chatted uh ten dollars. Thank you so much, family. Let me go ahead and just mention a few people. Um, and we're gonna go ahead and get into some of these black on black businesses, man, and see why it is the way it is but uh let me go ahead and uh talk about uh so shout out to z chronicles uh employees being extra for minimum wage <laughs> Diary nine. uh maurice black we need to pass down generational wealth okay divine performance again i think i already signed him out already keith claxton has anyone heard the recording of the 911 call they reported it was a group of men causing a disturbance oh i didn't hear that did you hear that no i've not heard that okay that's something to look at. Okay, I'll, I'll mention that. Uh, a Ukrainian guy, a Russian writer, buy something Starbucks, likes dollar, whatever, race, take it two bucks. 
A grant seven one eight Starbucks is for socially awkward wife leftists anyway. Let it burn, <laughs> Mister Grandeur. Fuck them Starbucks niggas. Okay, uh, MJTB. Uh, oh, he says support my channel. I subscribe to your channel, bro. I'm sorry about that. Good work, brother. Feel free to support my channel. He also donated again. Been to Starbucks shit enough. Save that shit for the birds, bro. I got coffee at the crib. Nine ninety nine. Hey, bro. I do. I am subscribed to your channel. I will watch some of your videos, man, for sure. Let's get to um. To uh, brother Truth Teller four ten man. Well, here's the here's the problem. Black people have black people always need somebody to tell them what to do. That's why. And if anybody believes in God, forgive me. It's just my 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 feeling. This is why black people go to church because they need somebody to tell them how to act, what to do, what to say, blah blah blah. This black people need an instruction manual on everything. If I go into Walmart, I don't need Walmart to show me a dress code. I know damn well how to dress going into Walmart. If I'm going to my, my, my daughter's school, I don't need the, the security guard to say, let me hand you a paper of the dress code. I know damn well not to have my pants hanging off my ass and looking like a damn buffoon around little children. You don't need a dress code. Just because Starbucks don't, don't have a dress code, nigga, you should have a dress code. You should dress like somebody who does not want to be harassed by white people and the police or black people with common sense who don't want you in their establishments. Now, let's just say those brothers was in there perfectly dressed in, in, in three-piece suits, shoes and briefcases, and the people came up to them. Let's just say that. Let's just say the video we saw, we all crazy, and we did not see them in regular clothes. They all had this, 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 this uh, Wall Street shit on. Let's just say they had that on. The moment they said, and we all said it, the moment they said, buy something or leave, get your black ass up and get the fuck out. Yes. Yep. Simple as that. Go stand at the park or in the corner or God knows where. And like one of the brothers said, call the man up and say, look, we was in here. They want us to buy $3 water. Either we ain't got no money or we don't want the $3 water. So let's meet over here. But see, black people, they just want shit handed to them all the time. They want to they wanna defy all the rules and be able to get away with it all the time. Black people have a bad habit of doing that. But I, out here where I live in Arizona, black man was at a park. The park is closed. You can't sit in the park. Here go the black man. Well, why I got to leave? Why I got to <laughs> leave? I ain't got to leave from here. I mean, I'm just sitting here minding my business. Nigga, it's a, yeah. it's a sign saying at 10 o'clock, nobody's allowed in the park well i mean i ain't doing nothing i ain't doing nothing come on man come on with you y'all got to bother me all the people in the world to bother nigga you're the one breaking the, you're the one breaking the rule right now mm -hmm. so yes we got that we got to focus all our attention on you but that's black people problem black people the only people i know who will go rob the fucking taco bell with a handgun on video camera and scream racism when they get arrested <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Black people are the only people I know who know back in the day, the Woolworth people did not want you in there. But no, you got to go sit right next to the white man and drink his. O'Shea, remember the first conversation we had? What's the first thing? The, one, of, one of the first conversations. No, it was the very first, first conversation we had. We spoke about why black people don't support black business. Mm -hmm. They had black businesses. But the moment somebody said you can take your ass over to this white man, 
who's going to spit in your coffee and lick your ham sandwich after, you know, and then drop it on the floor <laughs> and put it between two pieces of bread and hand it to you. Yeah. Black people are so fucking slave minded. The first thing they said was, well, I'm going over there. Black business closed down. And here we are, 2018 screaming. There's no black business. Thank your well, fucking ancestors. And, and thank and thank Martin Luther King and all of them for for wanting you to go sit next to the white man. We have black Wall Streets all over the damn country. So now that we don't have anything, this is this is this is just common sense. If I come into O'Shea's house, I cannot put my feet on the table and drink all the apple juice. He gonna say, "Nigga, I, look, we cool, but you can't. Don't come in with your nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Sit down and wait for me to offer you apple juice." But the black mom will say, "Well, damn, my nigga, if I was white, you wouldn't say nothing." You see, we always got some shit to say. We always got something to say. Sit your black ass down, abide by the rules, or go open up your own coffee shop. And then if those two black men were to open up their own coffee shop, you know what happened? They would treat black people the same way they were treated because niggas will come in there with the same mind frame they went in Starbucks. They need to cut the bullshit. Preach. Uh, some some good points. Let me just shout out to <laughs> all right. Uh H Punch Bennett. Keep pushing. Say thank you so much, brother. Uh, and guys, we got two award winners, man. We got ABL, the uh political channel of the year. They're gonna be breaking me, man. I gotta send him a award. And LAR movement won uh the most improved and most versatile YouTuber of the year. Damn, that, that plaque for Alan Roger Curry costs a uh, damn near hundred dollars. Y'all niggas is expensive, but I uh, mean, I'm just so glad that we, you know, it's even with this starting off small, man, I think the brother has a point. You know, we have to start setting up our own shit for us so that we don't have situations. Let, let me start off back with ABL, okay? Uh, and let me shout out to Barry, CEO. He's super chatted 50 bucks. He says, thank you, gentlemen, for all you do. I'm supposed to Starbucks right now by using their Wi-Fi to stream this. <laughs> niggas want the right to act like everywhere. <laughs> so, guys, let me do this, man. Get the likes up. If you guys want to support the stream, man, super chat. You guys know, man, that, uh, you know, that's what we do. Uh, so, like I said, if you want to uh, support the stream, like the video, you can super chat, ask a question. Um, this is a black channel. You guys know I, I, I take all your money and I buy a, a, a fat a midgets uh, online with money. <laughs> is what I do. So might as well help me out by doing that shit. So go ahead on and get my tricking up together. So let me let me go to this. Okay, so let's talk about this right now, right? We have black men in a black city going to Starbucks. Okay, why is this meeting not happening, ABL? Why is this meeting not taking place in a historical city and it probably if you argue i would say the greatest city in america only for this reason because the declaration of independence was started in in, in it was was in 1776 in philadelphia and we broke from britain so why don't we have black businesses because i keep hearing some things being said today i've heard that we have bad customer service bad management uh bad operational skills you were a black business uh still is but in a different business yeah. why don't we have um these particular opportunities where these brothers can meet up at a black coffee shop and do this instead of going to Starbucks. <laughs> well, the story about black businesses is a pretty, uh, that's a pretty broad question. I could talk about that forever, but in this situation, I make it very simple for everybody to understand. Okay. Now, if you got these guys, allegedly real estate brokers, allegedly they in there, first of all, not professionally dressed, not appearing right, not behaving right. That same attitude is going to be what they do at a black business. Oh, say that again. <laughs> That's important. These guys, unprofessional in their dress, unprofessional in their behavior, that same type of behavior they're going to exhibit at the black business. Okay, so 
if you got these guys not buying anything, hanging around, using up all the resources, because let's be clear, you know, uh, the bathroom that costs the water in there, the toiletries in there, somebody to go clean it up after you, you know, got done doing number two, whatever, all of that stuff costs money. And then, uh, the space being able to sit down that could be occupied by a person that's actually buying things. So if you got a bunch of guys that's just like that coming to a business and doing that, all the business is doing is losing money, trying to cater to you because you're not doing what the business is there for, which is for you to come and patronize it. So that's a problem. We, and we do it more to black business because we think that we're supposed to be able to get the hookup. We got to be able to get the buddy pass. You know, when you go to the white man stuff, people are more likely, black folks say this, we're more likely to act right. Oh, this is the white man's why I got to treat you right. But you go to, you know, your your aunt's house or, you, you know, whoever uh, business. Oh, I don't got to do that over here. I can just chill. I can just go to the black side of town and hang in there and they ain't going to say nothing. That kind of attitude is why you go to a place and there's no money in there. Why? Because we don't think it's necessary to spend money right there. It's mm -hmm. something that people don't really think about that much because they don't think about black business in a serious way. They don't respect black business. That's why they go to the white man spot and it's a different kind of behavior. I've seen it time and time again. See me, I'm black and I'm self-employed, but what a lot of folks may not know in the chat is that I've been dealing with black businesses exclusively for about 10 years. That's part of my whole thing. Now it's, I do a little bit of everybody. I opened it up, but from like age 22 to about 32, it was pretty much just all black folks I was dealing with. And I would see the same patterns of behavior over and over again. Okay. You can make money in that particular space. Yes, you can. But I, I would see how we would get treated. At one point I had an ad agency. We had like 15 people in there working. We had interns, we had all kinds of stuff, photographers, videographers or whatever. And I would see how people come in there and try to do us. Oh man, you know, you know, you my, you my man, you my brother, whatever, especially the pro blacks, they'd be the main ones coming there. Uh, hotel brother, let me get a deal. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then the worst mm -hmm. thing is that you know matter of fact it was a movie about it because i was dealing with a lot of club promoters it was a movie about it called janky promoters i think it had ice cube in it if i'm not mistaken or Cedric the entertainer i know it had him in it and it, it detailed the whole thing um you get and get paid and bouncing checks uh people trying to short you the money one instance i'll never forget i came to this spot called club dream right there in the corner military highway and george washington anybody from san francisco you know what i'm talking about if you're in that particular area it's this big club right there it used to be like a horse racing place okay i go in there with a box of flyers i think it might have been a box of 1000 plus a design so that's 175. i go in there deliver the box and i was doing at that point cash on delivery so i go to the guy he's slipping me some money in my hand and like trying to run to his car real quick this little fat chunky old dude i'm like what are you doing trying to run it you know but by the time I was able to kind of catch up to him, he was gone. Like he really just, you know, amped up his speed to like 10,000 to get in his car and go. I look at my hand. It's like $25 short. Stuff like that would happen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. And then we wonder why we can't succeed. It's a lack of patronage from people, a lack of serious patronage, because I'm a black business at that point. I'm coming to them, servicing them. Mm -hmm. They're not taking me seriously. They're not respecting me. It's like, it's like you got to uh, pull teeth to try and get paid a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. It's hard to even get the money that you actually deserve from black folks, but they'll give it to white folks all day because I think I forget who that was earlier. They said we'll fight tooth and nail to go to the Louis Vuitton store, to the Gucci store, 
and spend all our money that we get thousands upon thousands of dollars. So we got the money. That ain't the problem. But when you go to the black person, you don't even want to spend ten dollars for a dinner from your own family member. You mm -hmm. want to spend eight dollars. You want to try to short or you want to try to say, I'll get you back. You got guys going into barber shops, getting their haircut and running off on the barber. This dude, 75 years old, one foot in the wheelchair, but you want to buck on them for five dollars. But then you go straight from the barbershop to the mall and then buy a pair of Jordans so you can enrich China and you can enrich the white folks over at Nike and Michael Jordan himself who had stocks in private prisons. And then you wondering why you keep getting locked up and you wondering who's funding the private prisons. You are. You are. You People don't understand how to treat black business. So that's just what I got to say about that. Like I said, I can go on for days because I got personal experience, 10 years, a decade out there in the street dealing with thousands of people i know how this goes it's the same story everywhere all across the nation because i was in virginia but people that i was dealing with would be all over the nation a lot of times they were not always right there in my face so this is what's going on wow now uh we this is something that we got to talk about let me go to my man um super sly uh because we got a way on it and clutch i haven't forgot i'm just trying to control what we have here uh clutch let's let me not clutch but um Super sly. Let's, I mean, let's, let's, let's take your point of view, man. What's, you know, why? And I know you're in California right now. Um, you're not too far from where I used to live. Uh, but, you know, why do you think there's this issue? I know you lived in like, you know, Chicago, Atlanta, stuff like that. I'm um, kind of weighing in from your perspective. Like, why don't we have, why wasn't there, a, you know, a, a, a place where these guys could have met up in, in Philadelphia or something like that, where they could have had, you know, uh, meetings, why is there not a black chain of coffee shops, stuff like this? They had a place in Philly. It was called Move. And guess what? Them crackers came in there and bombed the fucking place. So, oh, nah, nah. come on, now hear me out. I, I get tired of people hollering Black Wall Street, Tulsa. Okay, what ended up happening? White folk came in there, torched the place. Because why? Because we didn't have the armies to defend these black businesses. But hold on, before you, before you, I don't want to cut you off, but Tulsa came back after five years and it lasted for 40 more years. And then what happened? Integration and we, we abandoned it by choice. But did we have any, anything in place to protect these businesses? Yes or no? I mean, what do you mean? After we abandoned it? Whatever you want to call it. At the end of the day, we don't have, we don't have an army to protect these but pressure. How would you protect a business from being abandoned by us? I make no sense. It's not even abandonment. I'm not even talking about the abandonment issue, but I'm saying the majority of our businesses were attacked, burned down, scorched, whatever the case may be, by an outside force. We didn't have the forces to protect these black businesses. So it's but kind of the thing. But we, we rebuilt it after five years and it lasted until integration, which we abandoned it. So we got to deal with that issue. I don't know if you do that. Is integration ain't the sole reason why we don't have black businesses anymore. But because also, black that, folk, was, that was the problem. Black folk know at the end of the day, White folk will come in here and burn your shit down. They ain't forgot. We pass that down to our children. This is why we don't teach our children how to how to create black businesses. Simple, simple way to pay off for your kids' college. Start them up, open up a business. Pay the tax uh, taxes for four or five years. Get them on the uh, write them a uh, get them on the uh, the payroll account. Cut them a check every week. There you go. There's your college tuition right there. This is shit we don't teach our kids. And we know as a collective, if we get too big, white folk get nervous and the guns come out. And we ain't trying to go to war with no white folk. Hmm. No, no, nobody, nobody wants to say this. 
Y'all can y'all can holler black businesses all day, but you know, goddamn wealthy niggas too. You get too big, you make too much money. They coming for you. Japan got you nuked see? twice, but Japan got nuked twice. But see how they're doing. Hey, can I can I go next? Uh, yeah, let's uh, cause uh, Damiate left, so let's uh, see. Did you still super side? Did you still want to go ahead and, and weigh in on it? Cause I know ABL. He said I didn't yeah, even interrupt you, but yeah, my final no. My final point is I don't never use the term black business because black has a bad connotation. I'm not gonna get into the entomology of black, but when you say black business, you automatically like ah, it's, I think second tier, low grade. It's gonna mm-hmm. be some problems, bad service. You're already doing yourself a disservice by calling yourself a black business. I will never refer to myself as a black business. I happen to deal with people of color that own their own businesses, but I would never come out and say I'm a black business or I deal with black businesses. The connotation is too bad. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just too much. It's almost like saying gospel music. When you say you're a gospel music artist, you put yourself in a box. Never put yourself in a box. It's business. Business, period. Business deal with all colors. It doesn't matter who it is if it's a legitimate business. Yes, you would like to cater to your people. Yes, you would like your people to spend their money with you. But guess what? If your people ain't supporting you, you got to go out and get it elsewhere. Period. Point blank. That's my point. No, I said some some strong points. Okay, let's see. Uh, who wanted to respond to this? Let's let, let's go ahead and let Truth Teller. I sent a, gl- a link to uh, Clutch Dynast. If you want to get on, Dynast been doing like eighty five interviews because you know Dynast be waiting to talk about talk to a- ABL. But uh, let's go with Truth Teller real quick. All right. Uh, 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 what's my what's my, my 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 good brother with the green shirt? What's your name again, sir? With the glasses. That's um, ABL. ABL. I think I'm about to make you laugh with this comment. Now, my good brother with the white headphones on, he said the white people, they they came in and they bombed our businesses and, you know, they got us out of there. I don't know. Now, I'm going to humbly say this. Brother, have you been looking at the news for the past five years? Because every time some shit go down in the black community, black people are burning businesses down left and right. Preach. Now, I'm going to humbly say this. Can you now show me anything since 1990 where the white man that's lurking behind the tree around every turn is burning down businesses? Cause I don't see that. What I see is the young Negro burning down the, the gas station he works at, the old folks home his family lives in, the community center the, the youth go to, the pharmacy they have to go get the prescriptions from. I, I see black people doing this. I don't see the white man doing this. And and like and like the good brother said, ABL said, when they rebuilt it, because what you did, you saying, well, there's a, there's a man standing there. He got shot. No, he got stabbed. Then 40 years later, he got shot and he died. And we're trying to figure out who stabbed him. We don't give a damn who stabbed him. We got to figure out who, who when he got shot, who killed him. Yes. Now, when they rebuilt the Black Wall, when they rebuilt the, uh, the Black Wall Street and all the businesses were built back, the, the, the good brother was right. Black people, integration was the large part the majority reason for why black businesses failed. So now we have to figure out, we don't give a damn about what they burned down. They rebuilt it and black people left it. That's the problem. And when you, like I said, you cut on any time a black person gets shot by the hands of a white person after they screen the ongoing legacy of slavery and they screen, they killed us at record numbers and this record does not exist. I see black people running in a quick trip gas station, burning it down, stealing it. Out in Ferguson, then they burn down or in Baltimore, then they burn an old folks community a community down yes. with their elderly living in it. So how was that the white man's fault? And nobody can tell me, well, the white people put it in their head to do that. Nobody can make me go do something unless I'm so weak minded. I want to go do it. 
because I don't I can't think for myself. Those black people after this one. Let's let him respond. He wants to respond now. Let's let him respond. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm humble myself. Okay. By the time integration took place, we were already done as a people. It was already rap. It was a rap. I agree with everything you guys are saying integration wise. Gentrification, all that good stuff. But we were long done with the collective mindset for for running multiple businesses as a people long before the 60s that came in. We were already a broken that. people. It was a done data. We said, no more, we cool. These people ready to come in and kill us over a business. No more, no mas. So, so we were so long wait a minute. done. So- so was it like every time that a black person had a business, it would get shut down by a white person? Was that was when that the I, case? What I'm saying as as a collective, y'all remember how big the, the whole movement was at one point. We were all Republicans. Our, our GDP on our own was was triple theirs, and they were threatened. At the end of the day, we've put we've passed down that collective. We we don't forget. We remember that stuff. I had a grandmother used to tell me all the crazy stories. The white folk would come in and, and set the shit on fire. We've passed that down to our children, okay? You can pass down fear through your bloodline, however the case may be, to react to certain uh, triggers and stimuli. That's what we have done. So no, you're not gonna see this mass arising, another Tulsa, another uh, Rosewood. That's not gonna happen with us. Cause you got some black folk, cause you got black folk, cause you got black folk that will kill you to not let it happen again. Can I ask so, you a question? Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. This is a good point. Hold on, wait. I just went for that. That he said a, a a good a good thing that I don't think anybody was realizing. Say that last part again, Super Sly. I said you have a bunch, a collective of black folk that will kill you to make sure we never rise up again as a collective. Okay, that's that's important. I think it's important. So can I ask so a question on based on what he just said? Okay, but hold on one second. Before we do that, hold on. We, we want to get some other people. Let's 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 do this. I'll tell you what. Let me let me be fair to let's let LAR and we got clutch and we'll come back to that question. We'll do some rebuttals and stuff like that. But let me let uh, LAR move away in on this real quick. All right, I'm gonna try to keep it as short as possible. One thing about business and black business, okay, this seems to be forgotten is there are a lot of black people in business who buy franchises to get themselves out of the model of black business per se to make money okay. because black people respected more if it is quote unquote a white business and white people respected more if it's quote unquote a white business so they can they can get their money without all the bullshit now as far as dressing attire one thing we as a people got to understand is this optics you don't want to go to a place where people look dusty and and patronize their business if you look, if, if you don't look up to par, they usually try to sit you in the back because they want the people passing on the window to look at what they would consider productive people. So the more unproductive you look, the more shit they're going to give you in their business to get out so they can, so it can look like they got the best people who spend money in there. So at the end of the day, like it is what it is. Like we, we gotta understand the game because I they're black men who own Starbucks. They just don't say that they own Starbucks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're black men who own hotels and, and all the fast food restaurants. They just don't say the shit. And unfortunately, there are black businesses who, you know, if we found out they were black owners of these these places, some of us as black people will give them shit. And 
you know, some people who are non-black will give them shit. So the reason how they make money is they don't say a damn thing. I'm done. Okay, let me just do this. Let me just okay. Let me do this real quick. Uh, shout out to um, prolific writer is in here. I want to give it uh, Nick Morgan. There's no need for African American businesses to be attacked anymore. We take them for granted. Name one wealthy African neighborhood in this country. There's a few, I think. Uh, what's the one? In, okay, we'll do that later. Can anybody name an African American wealthy neighborhood? I know there's probably some in PG County or something like that. But yeah, I uh, uh, Baldwin Hills. Baldwin Hills yeah. is one. Yes. One more. Lamer Lamer Park. Is you know pretty good money. Um, there's one in uh, te in Dallas, Texas, outside. What is it called? Desoto, Desoto, Texas. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, search for Hulu and uh, 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 Miss Research. You guys are more than welcome if you guys want to get in. Um, let me shout out to my man Jamaican Peppa, guys. Okay, let's stop the show. Just one of our favorite and, and most uh, popular moderators. He was um Adara Heights. Yes. Uh, Inglewood, uh, he's been gone for a minute, man, but he's back, man. Shout out to Jamaican Pepper, man. Our super chat, good to see you right before the moderator awards. Everybody loves Jamaican Pepper over here, man. Tony Davis, good to see you. We, we missed you, Negroes, over here, uh, especially Jamaican Pepper, man. All right, let's go ahead, let's let Clutch respond, and then we'll get back until you guys kind of go back and forth. But go ahead, Clutch, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, thanks, O'Shea. Um, shout out to the rest of the panel. And as far as someone who is from the D.C. area, I have been raised around black businesses or at least people who have owned chains mm -hmm. and management stores who happen to be black. And the fact of the matter is this, from my experience going to black owned stores, I'll, I'll be real. For starters, I have been mm -hmm. a patron of good black businesses. But not a lot of them have been in the D.C. area. As a matter of fact, my best black um, black business experience has been, it was in a place in Bed-Stuy, New York. I wish I can remember the name of the restaurant. And it was actually, believe it or not, a coffee, breakfast, brunch restaurant Okay. of all places. And I recall that it was, there was one point in which I, I was planning on paying. Well, I did pay. But the problem was that they had something wrong with some sort of um, – I don't know. The system was down and I only had a credit card. So I insisted on leaving and then just going to the ATM machine, buying it back. They said, don't worry about it. The breakfast is on us. You're good to go. And the problem, and there wasn't a problem with the service at all. I wish I could find this place so I can give them a five, done, uh, five stars because of the service that was just so great. But the thing that black businesses have to remember is this. All throughout my experiences while growing up in D.C., P.G., the entire area, black businesses weren't on par with non-black businesses in general. And the reason why I want to emphasize this is because we, uh, everyone can argue about how integration ruined things and that sort of um, made blacks go to white businesses and that sort of thing, but... We, if we expect to have black business compete in this world, we need to step up when it comes to black business to the standard that all businesses are. I think a lot of people, when they say um, integration ruined things, a lot of them, what I'm hearing, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that they're, they want to give black businesses an excuse for being mediocre instead of being on par, if not better than white and non-black businesses. Nah, that's one that's, thing. That's not what I was saying. Okay, mm -hmm. no, not me. Let him, I was let, him, let him finish, guys. Let him finish. No, but go ahead, go ahead, Clutch. 
all I'm saying is this. We live in a global market these days, an international market, a globalized society okay. where the free market reigns. And in order to compete in the free market, as businesses, not just black businesses, because let's be honest, if we want to survive as a, bliz, as a black owned business, or if we all did our own black owned business, that is, okay. we have to attract people other than blacks. We can't just live in a world where we just cater only to blacks and expect to thrive in the long run. Okay. I mean, that's all I have to say for now. Okay. Okay. So let's let's do this. So who wanted to uh? So let's who wanted to respond to anybody's points? I want, we'll do I want to this. respond on that. Let me before we do this real quick. Here's some things I want to talk about. This uh on the on the table. Um, Super Sly made some points about other blacks selling other blacks out. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. We we'll talk about that. We want to talk about does black privilege exist? Because you know I did a show with John Paul, and it's just a case of black privilege existing with these guys being able to do this and. Uh, <laughs> call it a you know hoopla. Um, I want to talk about our black businesses on par with um, other businesses, and that's why other blacks don't support. I've made that case before, um, and then we'll talk about um, how do black businesses treat their customers. So we have at least four things that I put on the agenda. Uh, shout out to Super Sly for his point. Shout out to Clutch for his point. I think there are things that need to be addressed. Right now, what we'll do is allow you guys to kind of go back and forth with uh, something that you want to address. So we'll do that for like five minutes, and then we'll get back on task. Go ahead, ABL. All right. Now, what I wanted to say about that, about the uh, the integration, what happened with that is that a lot of black businesses closed down that we were operating because we decided, okay, rather than going over here to this black business, I'm going to go over and do with the white people. Now, the point about black businesses being lesser than white business may be true because of how we run them. And like I said earlier, the same people who would go to a Starbucks and be in there, not buying anything, hanging out, chilling. These would be the same guys that go to a black business. It'll also be the same guys that's running it. So the same laissez-faire, unprofessional attitude may exist in a black business. But it's, you know, it's on both sides, the consumer and the owner. And then these people that do that give the other people that are black a bad name. People like myself, I was always good with my people. I never did any kind of funny stuff. I was always on point on time. And everybody will always say that. But people would assume that I would be raggedy from the beginning. And this is black folks now, not white folks. It was always black folks that would assume I'd be raggedy because I'm black. And okay. they think that black business is raggedy. So it's a big loop. You got on both sides, the patient and the owner that are raggedy. And then they cast a bad light on everybody that's black, the patron and the owner that may be doing good. So that's what I was saying. And the, the point about integration, it doesn't even matter if the business was worse or better than the white business. The point is that we owned it. So we were able to employ each other. We may make less money. It may not be run as well. It's the same thing with the Negro Leagues. Jackie Robinson was seen as a traitor in his day. Why? Because he said, similar to what I've been hearing on this panel about, oh, well, the major leagues is better. They run better. They got better accommodations. Is that in the third. Mm -hmm. But you're abandoning a Black-owned league. You're abandoning that which we own which we can build up which we can have to ourselves to go get paid from them so that's the point i wanted to make okay can Any, I say anybody had anything you want to respond to please let me know right now uh anybody yeah yeah let me go after lar go, 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 go and then super Saiyan, you got something you want to say i know, I know yes. two color did okay let's go to i like to go last oh oh miss research okay well, well, i like to go last yeah you can go last okay so let's go ahead um lar I think one of the biggest hypocrisies that we do have is 
we'll support everybody who's non-black mediocre business. Okay. See, we don't complain yes. at, a, at a shitty white business or a shitty Asian business or a shitty uh, Hispanic business. We'll, 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 we'll patronize them until they can actually pay to get the shit better. Okay. So we got we, we we do have a hypocrisy with that when it comes to our own people it needs to be perfect, but you know we buying meat from an old fucked up place that got five year old meat and we're yeah. not complaining about that. <laughs> Arab corner store prime example. Okay. Yeah. So that that that's the only thing I'm gonna say. Good point. Okay. We'll talk about that. That's that's important. Uh, mediocre businesses. Uh, okay, so let's put that on the table uh, with the on par. Who? who uh, let's say. Go ahead, Super Sly. Uh, go ahead, respond to whatever you want. To Two quick points. Okay. I, I saw somebody mention Magic Johnson and Jay Z and Beyonce. Listen, these people are allowed to be in the position that they're in to give the rest of Negroes like us a false glimmer of hope that hey, we too can make it. If you really sit here and think that Oprah's a fucking billionaire, you're dumb as shit. You're dumb. And, 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 and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but you can't be this clueless when it comes to business and how they prop let certain people in as, as a shining example of, yes, the American dream exists. You too. That's how to keep us controlled. Quit falling for the okie doke. Jay-Z is there because he's allowed to be there. Beyonce is there because she's allowed to be to a certain extent. Please don't get this shit misconstrued because if we all could do it, God damn it, we all be doing it to some extent. And we all can't do it's not it's not meant for all of us to be at that level for whatever reason. It's not a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Second point. Yeah, the Negro Leagues, Jackie Robinson sellout. He led the he convinced everybody, yeah, the white man's ice is colder. We had our own shit. We, we had better teams, better whatever it wasn't uh, and, and and then more white folk would come to watch us play. Then, then in their own major leagues. Same thing with the ABA. When it was ABA versus the NBA, then nobody give a fuck about the NBA. NBA was dying. They had to get the niggas out the ABA into the NBA to survive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now look at the uh, look at the MLB, MLB baseball. They don't even want niggas playing baseball anymore. They all go get that. They go down south to get the Dominicans, the Cubans, and the Nicaraguans that play for dirt cheap. They don't even want mm-hmm. niggas playing the baseball sport of baseball anymore. They did black. They okay? speak Spanish, but go ahead. And they com- and and you see how they complain about oh, overpriced niggas in, in football. The, the contract uh, balloon pay, payouts. Same thing with the uh, NBA. They complain about niggas making too much money. They didn't want us there to begin with. Mm-hmm. But you have these patsies sent for, propped up for specific reasons to convince everybody, yes, this other, the other side is the, the best side. And it's not because you all these millionaire athletes and none of these motherfuckers can, can go spend money the way they want to. Okay, they don't have access to these hundreds of millions of dollars like people think they do. They have to get permission to spend these monies unless it's on some fucking cars and some bullshit jewelry and women. Don't think these you you sit here and think about when Oprah and and, and Walter Payton and Michael Jordan tried to buy the bears. They didn't want them to buy the bears. They said, fuck your money. We don't want your money. You're not going to own this team. I need people to understand this and get this through their heads. This whole economic game is is it's about inclusion. And once you figure it out, hey, I don't need to be, I don't want to play your game anymore. Why do we why do we spend money to go to the fair and you know the game is rigged? Don't play the fucking game. Sorry to go off on a tangent. That's my point. I, I agree. I agree with that to a certain degree. Um I definitely think he has some strong points here. Uh let me just shout out to uh my man Ekatunde. 
Uh, he's a good YouTuber, man. Uh, Coyote Nation, all, all 10,000 subscribers. He has some really good stuff. Um, Eric P, shout out for 99. It's not getting easy getting all these great YouTubers in one hangout. Respect those Shay, for making this happen, man. That's what I do. I'm I, I'm not that good, but these guys are uh uh are are better than me. So that's why they on here. So you know what I mean. Well, except ABL, because. <laughs> but let me do this. Let's let Mister Research uh weigh in on on what he wanted to weigh in too. I think this is some good points you guys are bringing up. Go ahead, Mister Research. Um, my thing, and hopefully I don't have too much echo. But uh, my thing is the BMC needs to address itself and the BMC needs to only focus on itself because most of the stuff that when you say BMC, some people might know what you're saying. Can you black male community? Absolutely. I agree. Black male community needs to. It's good to say black people, but the reality is our black women are creating their own lanes without us. And they're not saying black people in their black woman lobbyists, black woman Democrats, black woman, and, and I'm not knocking, I'm saying they're taking that initiative to look out for their future sisterhood. Okay. While we are, I don't care if it's a hundred black men of Savannah, we're, we're, we're more concerned about black girls than we are these black boys coming up. Okay. I, I, I will say this, that uh, in regards to business as a whole, Okay. When you look at how Gore and Clinton sold us on NAFTA, we were more powerful. We had more unions. We had more continuous paychecks. Our sons were getting better jobs before we start going global. People always say, well, you got to do all this and all that to get all the money. That isn't necessarily true. And it has not benefited the whole of America. How that relates to us as black folks and black and, and black dudes in specific, we're not looking at, okay, there's a black dude who I need to mow my lawn. It's going to cost me an extra $5, but let me do that. Okay. There's a, 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 a black plumber I need to find. Ain't too many in my neighborhood, but let me try to go out my way and do that. I just paid for a $35 haircut. And I pay for that because homeboy is close to me in my area and I make enough to be able to afford that. So let me give the brother a little bit of shine. And I said, but you know what? I need to make sure you I get a nice $35 haircut. And that and that goes to what you guys said about quality. My whole point is, is this. We we in the black male community, the BMC, we need to start turning inward to each other, whether we agree or disagree, whether you like Mr. Research, like O'Shea, don't like LAR movement, or don't like ABL, get off that for a second and start saying, where where can we meet in the middle as BMC? Where can we meet in the middle as brothers? And, and my last point is, mm-hmm. I dropped a video recently about there's too many of us jumping out to say negative stuff about brothers. There's just too many of us. And if we're trying to get what those dudes had in 1980, 1970, when they was creating businesses, we got to be we got to stop being the first dudes to raise our hand talking about we don't need no union. And I don't like what ABL did. And let that go and create a better situation than ABL has create a better situation than research has and stop trying to verbally knock down what somebody else in the BMC is doing. Okay. Okay. 
That's some good points. Some good points. Um, let me let me talk about this, right? I'm gonna add this on the on the platform because Super Slice said is the game rigged. Now, here's some things I want to talk about. Let's say for black men as a whole. Um, some people are saying that what Super Slice is saying is um, well, he's being negative, he's being pejorative. Um, but the facts are what they are. I think to a certain degree, black people in as a whole um make less money. Um, than 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 uh, than than white. I'm talking about African Americans, uh, not immigrants, but stuff like that. So we'll talk about is the game rigged for African Americans um, or African American men because that's what we focus on. Um, we're going to talk about um, let's see other black selling out, but let's talk about this black black privilege thing. Okay, this is something that's uh, uh, was a, a show that I did. Uh, with with John Paul, which we had a little bit of a debate on that. Um, he's gonna argue other people like that. Shout out to Renzo Money. There's no love amongst black men. Period. It is in this channel, okay? And uh, you know, you you niggas is gonna like each other. Or I'm gonna kick you the fuck off. So um, this is why I'm on no ABL. Let's talk about this black privilege piece, and we're gonna address some of these other points. Um, is black privilege real? Because what happened at Starbucks? These guys not going into a place, not buying shit. They got Starbucks to apologize. Starbucks is going to go ahead and have a racial uh, day to educate people. It, do we have black privilege in America? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. People might disagree, but it is there. But people just got to look a little bit outside of their box and understand what's happening. Black privilege. Now, these guys broke the rules of the establishment, number one. Let's just keep that clear. They were asked nicely many times by the employees to buy something or to leave. They refuse to do so. The police get there. It becomes this whole big thing. Now they're in a position to possibly sue them and get paid. You know, ghetto lottery. They can hit that. They might get paid six figures, seven figures. You know, that's black privilege right there. You can break the rules, break the law in other cases, not this case, but in other cases, break the law and get paid as a result. That's black privilege. And also, uh, a lot of times people will think less of you because you're black. And if you are just average, you're able to impress people. I saw that a lot when I was, like I said, when I was in business, dealing with a lot of black folks, most of the black folks, not all, but most of the black folks I would deal with will automatically expect me to not be good because like people were saying here today that people assume you're going to have a bad business if you're black. We say that, oh, it's not run right. People are not friendly, whatever. That's, this was said here tonight. So it ain't just me making it up. Okay. This is what I experienced. This is what's been said here tonight. So but then when I come just being normal or over delivering, being exceptional, now I'm seeing much more exceptional than what I am, if that makes any sense. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So now I get I get bonus points. People are going to be more likely to latch on to me because I'm beyond what they expected. You know, it's like... I was giving low expectations, but I over delivered. So that's a part of black privilege right there. And I didn't want to talk about the black women. Oh my goodness. That's a whole different ball of wax. Let's yeah, look at it. Definitely, action. It definitely, <laughs> I would argue that the black privilege exists more so for black women than anybody. It's, this is like a rare case, but I think if anybody gets it, they definitely do. Let me do this. Let me go to clutch real quick. Cause he hasn't spoken yet in a long, in a while. And then we'll go to LAR and then back to, um, so, Clutch, are we do we see are we seeing black privilege right now? Well, quite frankly, this isn't black black privilege. This is immature Negro privilege, which does exist <laughs> in this country. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give you the examples. Look at who is celebrated on television. 
Jay-Z and Beyonce. Not not Kendrick Lamar and Alicia Keys. To, even though they're entertainers, they're much better examples of entertainers in the eyes of America when it comes to the image of blacks. Um, um, LeBron James, for instance. I mean, yeah, he's not a, a pookie Ray Ray, but let's be honest. He is a fatherless, mediocre Negro who loves to throw and, and cry for every little foul he gets and every little cough that someone sneezes his way. You don't see the likes of Kevin Durant getting the same kind of media. Oh, yeah, better yet, in football, for instance, who are the people who get the shine all the time? You're, um, what was it, um, Des Bryant. Like, I mean, yeah, he sucks now, but back then, him, T.O., Ocho Senko, these were the guys who got all the praise, mainly for being mediocre Negroes. You don't see the likes of, say, um, I don't know, um, Larry Fitzgerald or, for instance, and the quarterbacks. Um, we got Michael Fick, who got all his shine, and, you know, we all knew how he was. We all know how um, charismatic, quote-unquote, he was, which we all know what that code word is for. But we don't see the likes of Deshaun, um, Deshaun Watson getting praise. And, and the guy was a freaking beast last year in the field. What I'm saying is this. Blacks who act like stereotypes, blacks who act and play the typical role, they get the advantages in the world. But blacks who act more normal, who, dare I say, especially those who act more whitewash, exactly. they, they, they are basically pushed to the back at the very best and at worst are demonized just as bad, if not worse, than your conservative, cis, straight, white male. You know that, ABL. Especially you ABL. Got point, man. You got a point. You got a point. No, you got a point. Let me, let me say this. By, by the way, I want to do a live stream tomorrow on Stefante Clark got kicked out of uh, Calvary Christian Center uh, last Sunday. He came in the, <laughs> <laughs> this is ahead, the truth. I, I, did, I, I didn't want to do a vlog on it because I'm from Sacramento. If you look at his Facebook, the nigga posts a post every, every single minute. Like He's crazy. He got kicked out of church, came in the church drunk, okay, just this last Sunday. And when he got kicked out of church, he said he's going to sue the church for kicking him out and being rough on him. When he came in there drunk and belligerent trying to interrupt church service. He was drunk <laughs> in church? He came to church. I will actually show you. Go, if you look, if you type in Stefante Clark, because his name, he has, he's a, his rap name is, uh, what's his rap name? Hold on a second. Hey, oh shit, why you looking that up? Yeah. When he went and did that town hall bullshit, he was allegedly drunk and high. When he did that, also, Look, let me get this breaking news. I'll, I'll show you because this 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 nigga is crazy. He he yeah. needs his ass like, whooped. Seriously, like this I said, it's a BMC problem. It's it's not really a black people problem. It's a BMC problem. I can't that's even try to a black right man. Uh, he's just he's something that's else. A nigger. He, that's a nigga right there for you. Okay, go to his his name on Facebook is Feral Da Vinci. Okay, so if you type in that's his rap name, Feral Da Vinci, because he signed the Black Market Records. I actually know uh, that's uh, Cedric Singleton's la label. Uh, go to there, and he posts like every uh, like thirty five seconds. So the nigga is crazy. So this nigga went to church, got kicked out, and now he's trying to sue Calvary Christian Center for him being able to come to church drunk, and they put his ass up out of there, interrupt church service. So okay, uh, I just want to say that. So I think you have to make a point that ghetto blacks definitely have. Um, Black privilege. 
I, I definitely believe that's more true than blacks who are not. And if, and, and if you don't mind me saying, if you don't mind me saying this, just one thing I'll say right quick. Sure. I mean, compare this case in Philadelphia where two guys who were being, let's just say they were being assholes and they were being, I won't say belligerent or violent, but these guys were definitely acting like 12 year old petulant children. They're getting all this favorable media coverage compared to the story that happened outside of Detroit, Michigan, where a young kid who is trying to go to school actually was shot at by what was likely an actual racist. Where's the coverage there? Was that Brandon in Walker. Rochester, New York? Or- well, Rochester, Michigan. Rochester, Michigan. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Shout out yeah. to Brandon Greer for the two donations of four ninety nine. Um, let me do this real quick. I don't let me see who's next. Um, let me go to LAR and then we'll go to uh LAR movement. We're gonna go to Truth Teller, then back to Super Sly, and then um so we'll let you guys just and after that we'll y'all can mix it up and respond or whatever you want to do. I'm gonna get me some food right now. I'm hungry as hell. So just go ahead and, and weigh in on it. I'll just put myself on mute and you guys just talk. Okay. Um here's the thing about we can't blackmail privilege, right? The problem is we lump in the guys who are doing the right thing with the guys who are doing the wrong thing. Now, if those two guys in Philadelphia, they felt like they would did a little too dirty. And at the end of the day, they're going to make people pay for this, right? Because they feel like they were discriminated against, which they could have a case for that. Now, the irony of that is people would say if they were Jewish, that was a power move. They they felt like they got discriminated against. They're gonna they're gonna use that discrimination to sue and make people pay and come up. But because these are black men, all of a sudden, it's not it's looked at differently. Now, for me, that's a bit hypocritical for us as black people. You know what I'm saying? Because when we actually do things, follow the system the way it goes, because we already know the shit is unfair. We already know sometimes we we could do things that are just normal or or could be rude that can that can launch the situation into us getting killed. So we know what we're getting into when we get there. They wasn't going in there filming themselves. You get what I'm saying? That was other people doing that. But if it was two Jewish men that got in there and say, "Oh, you know, you're doing this because we're Jewish, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be on the news. We're gonna we're gonna file a case. We're gonna say nobody would say a word." So, question. Yes, sir. The other white people who admitted that they've been in there longer than the two black guys and they too hadn't bought anything. Do you believe that they should have been arrested also? Because I hear the black men say that the black guys should have had some special, uh, should have, should have not went with the Starbucks culture they should have recognized that they're under some special black thing. My question is the white people like the lady who was filming, who said she'd been in there reading a book for hours and she hadn't bought anything. Should she have been arrested also? In reality, that wasn't going to happen. No, no, I'm just saying, should she though? I mean, I mean, you're taking their word for it. You don't know if they're telling the truth or not. No, I mean that, I mean, in in that scenario, you could, that could be high. That's probably how it went. You know, white people can do stuff that we can't do. And I mean, ABO, I got to take her word for it. That's part of facts. I mean, it's her truth. 
So, I mean, it's, how, how you know it's how, how do you know it's fact? No, he, he is because saying she said that. Yeah. So she could say she could she could, so anything she says is automatically true. No, oh, okay. he, here's the thing I gotta this this is where I gotta disagree to a degree, even with you, ABL. Uh we gotta stop defending when white people say their truth because we just don't want it to be the truth for black people when we're involved. We can we could do bullshit and be and and, and get the, the brunt of the, the problem that comes the consequences from it. But we gotta stop excusing white people and in, in making and in, in, in covering them even in their argument, even if the lady was saying, yo, this is what happened. Yeah, I didn't pay either. Okay, but we know it's America. In America, white people could do shit that black people can't do. You're not gonna it's not gonna escalate if a white chick says, I ain't I'm I read a book, they're not gonna call, they're not gonna call a police on them. We know oh, that already. ABL. Hold on, let me let me jump in. Hold on. Oh shit. Oh shit. Are you pulling up? Oh, you pulling up? What's going on, boss? ABL, listen. White is white is not always right, okay. I just I mean, said that. On, how man. you gonna wait a minute? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, white folks all the I damn just time. Said that. How you gonna believe the white <laughs> person? You do not have to defend white people <laughs> wait a minute. all the damn I'm not time. Defending her. I'm not defending her. Bro. This hold is on, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shit, ABL. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting right, man. You're getting right. I'm gonna turn to you. White is not always right. It's true, Tim. Calm down. Okay, hold on. Can I sit around? Calm down. The white lady sat here and said that she was in Starbucks and didn't buy shit, and you're calling her a liar because it doesn't fit the narrative of your base. White is not always right. Make your point, Dynas, and then we're gonna go to uh. To mean, God damn, man! I mean, this is just pathetic. I mean, how can I mean, how can we get shit done with guys like ABL? I mean, what can we accomplish as black people with a guy like ABL, man? I mean, for God's sake, the the fucking white lady said that she sat in there for two hours and didn't buy shit, and she's fucking lying because you're so fucking afraid of your fucking white base returning against you and you because going against their narrative. You be calling out black people in front of your white base. Hey, I, I mean, but this is some weak shit. Hey, can I can I answer your question? Hold on, guys, hold on. Meet Dinus, meet Dinus. I gotta respond. Wait, 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 wait. What can we do with ABL? What can the black collective do with a guy like ABL? I mean, come on, man. Hold on. Okay, let's let Truth Teller say what we gonna say. Y'all know I like to fuck. No, 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 no. O'Shea, O'Shea, listen to me. We don't let y'all trust me. Let me let. Uh, truth teller, then let me let uh, 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 Super Sly make his point, and then and then uh, I think back to uh, uh, Mr. Research, and then we'll let y'all niggas kill each other. I want to see the shit too, cause y'all know I love I love I love this bullshit. I'm from the hood, so I love to see you niggas talking shit to one another. But let's go ahead, truth teller. Let's, let's hey, and I, I'm glad I'm glad my good brother with the white shirt. What's your name again? Dinus. Dinus. I'm glad he came in. 
because I'm going to use Dynas as an example for why black people cannot get anywhere. Please. Remember when I first met Dynas, it was on, and I didn't, I didn't mean him at the time, Boshe, think hard. I'm pretty sure you remember this. Mm-hmm. I asked him a question. I'm not going to repeat the question. No, repeat the question. The first, repeat the question. Repeat the I, question. He was talking, and, and the way he was acting, I had a question for him. But before I asked him the question, I asked, and don't get offended. Please don't, 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 don't flip on me. Just a question. And I, I know the answer. I asked him, I said, I asked, I said, O'Shea, can you ask him, is he a homosexual or not? Uh, and not. the first thing, I know you're not, but the first thing he said was, your mother sucked my dick. Now, here we go. I asked a white man today a question. I said, sir, let me ask you a question. I see him standing with another, another white man. I said, but before I ask you this question, can I ask you this? Are you a homosexual or not? You know what that white man said? No. Hold on, yeah, hold sir, on, okay. Hold on, hold on, brother. I let you breathe. Bro, 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 come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Can I Hey, can you mute the Moshe? I was quiet while everybody was talking. Everybody, 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 calm down. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Wait, 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 but what I'm saying is the reason we can't deal with each other in black business, because if, if the white man owned a store on the left hand side of the street and Dinus owned a, a, a store on the right hand side of the street, both of my encounters with them would have me go to the white man. Because the last time I went to Dinus and asked him a question, he said, my mother sucked his dick. Don't know me. All I'm asking is I, I wasn't I wasn't attacking his sexuality. Once he said before, if he would have said, no, I'm not gay. My question would have been a different question, but when I met you the white man, his and, sexuality. Who does that? America, America does that. America does that. America does that. ABL, am I wrong? ABL, am I wrong? O'Shea, am I wrong? O'Shea, O'Shea, am I wrong? I'm mute, niggas. I'm mute, niggas. Okay, let's go to Super Slide. Okay, and I gotta we, respond. I said, I'm gonna let y'all kill each other because I know that it's gonna happen because we got enough personalities on here and enough strong super slide. We got a lot of big Brilliant personalities coach. on this moment. It's gonna go crazy. I know. Let's let super slide build on that. But, but O'Shea, can I can I finish my statement yeah, before I finish? Point real quick, and now, the, the, real quick. When, when he say who goes around to ask people questions, I ask people questions because I don't like to keep myself in the box of just talking to black people. I talk to everybody. That's why I have a Filipino friend. I have white friends. I have friends from Africa. I have Dominican friends. I have friends from Europe. I have to ask people questions. I ask people all kinds of questions because I want to keep myself level-headed and open-minded to everything. Whereas most black people, they so fucking pro-black, they don't want to hear shit a white man got to say or nobody else that's black. And that's why they stay in a nigga mind frame. Yes. What the fuck okay, does okay, asking on, the man okay. if he's gay got anything okay, to do with it? You know, you know what? First See, now I'm a nigga. Now I'm a, now I'm a nigga. And I bet the man is calling me a nigga black. Come on, that's the nigga shit I'm talking about. That's some nigga shit. Let him talk. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I can't already know. 
That's okay. I got him. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. It's all good. It's all. I got him. I got him. Hold up. Hold up, brother. You got gray hair in your face. So I'm gonna take it. You pushing forty. So as a man and 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 and, and I'm thirty seven. Yes. Age, Okay, so you know better not to be asking certain people certain questions. That's just common goddamn sense. You looking for Why? a reaction out of people. No, no, no. No, I'm not. You want a reaction out of people. And when you, you get it, when you get the reaction, and when you get the reaction, then you want to justify your decision after that. That's bullshit. You don't ask no fucking man if he's gay or not, unless you feel you feel threatened or you feel comfortable in that. That don't don't ask him no dumb shit like that because you don't get the response you're looking for. That's ridiculous. Who does that? Your, your, your case is Who weak, does bro. that? Truth teller, hold on. Okay, on, let's, okay. I, I kind of agree. Different. Let me get it. Okay, let me let me different. Please. Hold on, ABL. Oh, oh man. Suicide, was you done? Was you done building on that topic, brother? Hey, all I'm saying is, hold on. Hold on, Because he's saying. Wait, 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 guys. Listen, it got to be decent and in order, okay? We black men, all right? We got to. This is not the other part of the manosphere where you know this is we not we don't doing that over here. All right. Yeah, this isn't the roast arena. We not this, this is not what we do over here. So let's let Super Sly finish what he's having to say. All right, go ahead, Super Sly. You that's a that's a that's a um a question that's a reactionary question. And You're not I'm gonna get the proper response. There's no proper response. Listen, you question a man's sexuality, you just know fucking, but you don't ask no 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 brother man, no no dumb shit like that. Because then you, he's looking at you like, what? Why would you ask me that? What's wrong with you? So then, when you get the reaction that you you were hoping to get, then you make a a, a baseless justification for your for your reaction or your answer to him. That's re see, No one does that. But see the white don't man. Don't do that. Yeah. Why would you? Hey, who gives a fuck if you ask a white man, man if he's gay or not? We let you talk. Go ahead. Okay. You, okay. you can't deal with white folk how you deal with your people. Deal your deal with your people in a different in a respectful man. That was disrespectful. Never ask no nigga no shit like that. Get your get your lights punched out, nigga. You know better. Yeah. Where you, you know from? better. Where are you from? Okay. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Dinos, from? Go I'm, from from the, I'm from the Bronx. I'm from I'm from Everybody the South Bronx, 103rd Street, and Third Avenue. Okay, hold on. Let's not get started. Come on, man. Not not so nigga fight. I will end this fucking show, man. Y'all niggas know I'm good for it. So let's not be so nigga fight, man. Well, O'Shea, can I say something? Can I say okay, something? Really O'Shea. Quick, bro. Really, really quick, really oh, quick, really, really quick. quick. If we all talking about if we all talking about religion and I and, and me and ABL's talking about religion, and I say fuck Allah. And then ABL says something in regards to you know uh, fuck Jehovah. How will we know who we worship unless we ask each other these questions on whom we worship? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what you're saying, man. Listen, come on, man. You ain't from the Bronx. I mean myself. I mean myself. O'Shea, my fault. Let me bring some peace. I got to come in. I got to come in. O'Shea, please. And then okay. ABL over here having a good time. Okay, let's go ahead. Uh, I, I want to. I want to chime in. Can I chime in now? Okay, let, let's let Dinah say what he wanted to say, and then we are gonna let you try and chime in. Trust me. Go ahead, Dinah. Okay, but look, but look at look at the look at his response. So if I ask ABL if, he, if I what what are you talking about, bro? You like, ask me anything. Wrong, I don't bro. care. I'm not emotional like that. No, but exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would be mad as fuck too. Let I'm me let me say. Okay, I'm gonna assume that you're trying to be like you're trying to be O'Shea. funny to me. That ain't something you ask somebody. To me let me let me, let me just go ahead and i need, I need to respond okay now look now i think the reason why the question was asked was because he's trying to understand who he's talking to so going forward in the conversation you can frame it a certain way and not offend anybody and understand exactly what's going on he's not trying to offend you if you get offended by that question that's something you got to do with internally that's not him trying to do that to you you see what i'm saying the way i'm looking at the guy just talking to him briefly here i can see that he's not the kind of guy 
that would shy away from saying anything that's on his mind if he wanted to say it. He's not trying to be sneaky or sneak dish or anything like that. No, he's being now, sneaky, bro. But let me finish. Now, back to Donna's point about me trying to protect white people. Okay. If I say that a white woman, I'm doubting her truthfulness, how am I trying to protect white people? See, your emotion makes you think about things in a way that does not make any sense. You're clouded by your emotion. When you're free from emotion, when you're free from that anger, that's when you're able to think about things in a rational way. That may be why he asked if you were a homosexual because of that kind of behavior. Maybe. No, 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 no. Let me okay. just say something real quick. Let me just say something real quick, guys. I got to stand in the gap real quick, okay? Uh, truth teller is cool, but you know what I mean? Listen, we all know you don't ask a black man something like that unless you think that he's a he's he's like that and you're trying to say that you're something about you makes me think that you're soft and even if you felt that way you don't ask somebody that no way unless you're looking for any culture you don't any culture you don't ask somebody that man it's if, not if acceptable not, if, i mean you gotta, you gotta, you, let's, let's just be honest you don't you don't ask a polish man that you don't ask a russian man that you don't ask anybody in any face of the world that has you just something you just don't ask somebody, bro. But O'Shea, I mean, even, even if he has his own reasons for doing it, it's just something that you just don't do. Well, okay, why get so everybody knows that. Why, why get so offended at that question to the point where you're ready to fight? You don't even know this guy. No, 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 he no, wasn't no, ready to no, fight. No, what he no, said no, was something no, pejorative no, because, I mean, here's the thing, bro. I, I got to take, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on anybody, but I know if somebody asks me me that, I know the reason why you're, and, and to be honest, what we were talking about, the topic had nothing to do with homosexuality or anything like that. Now, I, I mean, I don't know what, what, you know, truth teller may see the world a little bit different. But you know what I'm saying? Like in any culture, in any culture that's a man, you don't ask a Mexican man that or you don't ask a Colombian man that. And it has, you know, I just think that, you know, you asking for trouble on your first encounter with somebody if that's what you ask them. OK, now to your point, ABL, what you're trying to say is, oh, because a dynasty is, is emotional. Um, no, it's, no, no, it's, that's not that's not what I said. I said maybe. Maybe emotional. I mean, okay. Like from, 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 from my from, look, hold on, O'Shea, because you're trying to like. From my point of view, if it okay. was me, that's why I would ask the question. I don't really know about but what you wouldn't uh, ask I mean. that shit though. Huh? You wouldn't ask that, A.B. You, you I mean, you I, I mean, if I was to ask it, that would be the reason why. Okay. And, this is wait, what I can, I, say. You know, can I defend not, myself for a second? Can I defend on, myself hold, for a second? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I'm not trying to, you know, hold on a second. Let me just do this. Let me get to somebody else because I want to get stuck on this. So let's let Mr. Research talk and then go ahead, okay. Mr. Research. Let, let me try to add a little bit of calm to this. Um, it's a psychological thing what he did to Dinus and Dinus and, and Sly bit the apple. It's it's a it's a version of ad hominem. You you talk about something personal, your gray beard or your wax in your ear, instead of sticking on the topic. Now, maybe that's his style of communication is to try to do that, but O'Shea is right. It had nothing to do with the topic per se. I'm not knocking him for doing it because I recognize I that. I don't think it was ad hominem. Well, ad hominem is you talk about personal. Yeah, I, I think he was trying to say based off of your age, you should know better. I, I think that's not really, you know. Yeah, man. You no, I got, you, I got you. I, I just call it yeah, yeah, He's not trying to talk about what he looks like or anything like that. So he's just trying to say like, you know, you, you, you should know better based off of, you know, how old you are. I think it's what he's trying to get to. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's just anything anything somebody talk about personal. Uh, are you really in Poland, O'Shea? Uh, all that stuff is irrelevant to what the topic is. The okay. topic that we're talking about is is different than 
where a person currently is or whatever the case may be. Okay. I've always been raised that those things are ad hominem. But nevertheless, it shouldn't have been said. Uh, but, mm. but 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 let's stick to the to the real matter. Okay. If this was a business and we was all in, on on a boardroom, mm. look at how we're conducting over topics, over topics, and and respectfully, respectfully. I know a lot of people got pages and they got stuff going on, but these collection of brothers, we need to start getting to the point where we get past talking so we can start putting money on the table and create because this, this edging each other on, whether I like ABL, don't like Dynast, all that stuff is starting to get whack, real whack. And, and, and we're showing our chat rooms, we're showing O'Shea's fans, that we're going to go down to romper room status when really our argument, our our facts should be more stronger than uh, law movement. Uh, are you really a father to your kids? Uh, uh, you, you know, it, it's, it, it's it, you know that stuff is lower level and really needs to stop. So I just hope that moving forward, even though ABL is about to speak, we could just go back to the mature conversation no we're gonna go i mean here's the thing i don't think that i mean here's a here's a here's the fact of this in this particular uh conversation which has been well managed uh i think that everything was good for the most part it's been, it's, been, it's been happening it's happening good so i mean i don't no, nobody's perfect right i think that there's even when there were disagreements nobody was called really for the most point you know out of a name or something like that i was so i think, uh, i was i was who I was okay. I was. by dynast for the most point, like, you know, yeah, you know, but I mean, mostly on the topic. I and like it. I said, no, no no, nobody is perfect. What you're saying is it's very true, and it, and it does hold um, a lot of precedence. Um, but you know, you know why it's okay to call me those names because I don't get emotional and butt hurt when it happens. I'm able to still have a good conversation, but keep going. Okay, let's let's do. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Let us get back to to the particular topic. We won't deal with the so that that is uh, a smart move. So, like I said, I, I'm enjoying the stream. We're having pretty good. Let me do this. We're gonna go to clutch and the LAR movement. Let's talk about the black. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, LAR hasn't waited on it. LAR, are we living in a moment of black privilege? No, ain't no black privilege in America, really. I can't hear you, dog. <clears throat> Can you hear me right now? Yeah, yeah, I hear you now. Can you hear me right now? This is America. What is the privilege? Like, what does black privilege get us? That's the that, that's the thing. Like, cause because everything equates. If we got black privilege, it's equivalent to white privilege. Or what 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 is what exactly does black a black privilege look like? We we can do what? I mean, that's that's my that's my thing too. I mean, because just because, uh, I mean, I mean to cut your biology is built on this. No, 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 no. That's, that's John Paul was saying in our little debate that because black people can walk into a place and do this, that's black privilege. The numbers just don't show that. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, when yeah, what, I look what, at numbers, privilege, what numbers? Okay, I'm talking about the numbers as far as in economics. When I'm looking at privilege, that means I have a leg up over you in, in certain aspects. To me, now. I can look at the definition. Let me read it to you. So I, I, I'm making sure because I know ABL likes to. Uh, okay. Okay. A special. Okay. So in, in the case, a special right, advantage, or immunity granted are available only to a particular person or group. Here's the only advantage I can say that we can black people can call white people names and shit in, in the public and not get penalized for it. 
That's probably it. That's it. But, but if you look at the advantages in America, when it when it counts ec- economically, uh, uh, educationally, white people have the advantage. Over, I mean, is it because so is it because of privilege? Privilege? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut them off. Is the advantage? Yeah, we'll come to you. Go ahead. Maybe not the advantage. Okay. I know you ready. Go ahead. I know he's gonna bully the conversation. Go for it, ABL. ABL is the bully. I was trying to be good, man. I was trying to be good, but I'm gonna go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Lr. Go ahead, boss. At the end of the day, if I'm if I'm more privileged than you, I have advantages. I don't have to work as hard. I don't have to be as smart. I'm I'm better connected. You know, I, I, I can, I can, I don't necessarily have, I don't, making something out of nothing is not the part of a group that has privileges. You have something to work with. So I, if our only privilege is we could talk shit, that ain't really a privilege. I mean, because honestly, the First Amendment says you can talk shit. So everybody could talk shit. There's nothing else. Okay, let me let, let me do this. Let me let, let Mr. Research weigh in on is does black privilege exist? We'll we'll stay off the gay topic. Uh so uh let's let let's let Mr. Research weigh in. Is there right. do is there black privilege? Okay, what what we tend to do, we tend to uh take words like pro-black, which is really about economics. And we need to, and we change it into something else. And we change words like privilege, and it's really about economics, and we change it into something else. Privilege is the ability to go into a bit a, a company, not having no skill set and no um uh, uh really anything for the for, for the position that, that I'm going for. But because I happen to attend Duke University, okay, mm-hmm. that is considered a privilege. Okay. I may be black and I attended Duke University, but because the hiring people are also Duke, they're pulling me in irregardless of my skill set, mm-hmm. irregardless of anything I got going on. The same thing happens when you deal with other cultures. Filipinos pull Filip- Filipinos in mm-hmm. uh, because they are dominating the nursing industry. Mm-hmm. So you could take a a, 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 a white woman, because I've heard white women complain at hospitals that you won't even take a skilled white woman because the Filipinos run the nursing in California and they'll take a Filipino girl who has no skill set. Mm-hmm. That is a privilege. Mm-hmm. So that's just the way I define privilege. When we get into the black part of it, especially as it relates to BMC. We don't have enough dudes pulling us into situations. Mm -hmm. We got the little trivial stuff that you guys spoke about, like uh, the ability to say the N-word or whatever the case may be like that. But we don't have real power. And real power comes from the economic side of it. And most people on the panel are not going to say we have black privilege as it relates to economics. They're going to use other stuff. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. No. Uh. No. So it's, it's pretty good. Let me do this. Let me let uh, ABL. Um. Wait. Somebody. Okay. Hold on one second. And then we'll let uh ABL and then go to Dynas and shit like that. So uh, story of the black conservatives. Uh, go to federal jobs. Blacks hold all the jobs. Um, John Paul Dynas stays on his feelings. Come on, Dynas. John Paul, don't be trolling. Uh, uh, that's, that's come that's on. Our snowy, our our whiny snowflake friend. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't black. Come on now. Everyone knows businesses use women as bait. They get away with it. We can't. No longer. Uh, black privilege is real and striving. Okay, there's no love again. Okay, uh, white folks burn things down when their team wins. That's Ann James. Okay, let's let's what 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 uh okay, let's let me do this real quick. Just real quick. Let's start with ABL. ABL. And who wanted to respond to somebody else outside of the gay thing? ABL, go ahead and say what you need to say, and I'll let everybody open up and then we'll go from there. Go ahead. Okay. I think my question was about the thing about uh privilege. Okay. Does privilege only exist? Um, what was my question I had? Um, oh, as far as economics are concerned, is the reason why you have Asians on top of everybody else, not whites, is it because of privilege or is it because of skill? The same reason why whites are number two economically behind Asians, is it because of privilege or skill? Or, or like, is, is there a position in society, Asians above whites and then whites above blacks, is it because of privilege or skill? That's my question I wanted to ask. Okay, let's let Dinas, uh, Dinas, what, what do you think? Yeah, but I mean, the, the 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 when you say Asians, are you see? I think when people say Asians, they're not being clear as far as are you just mean Japanese, you just mean Chinese? Because I'm telling you, where me and O'Shea are from, Asians are poor as fuck. So I don't I don't get or understand you know the idea that Asians are our top economically. Let me I mean, say this. I can say, I can say, wait, 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 wait. I can say the so, same thing because I'm originally from West Virginia, and where I'm from, whites are very poor, the poorest in the nation. But that does not mean that whites in general are poor nationwide. Asians as a collective, the same way that whites as a collective, whites could be anybody from Russia to UK to the Iberian Peninsula to Ukraine or uh, the Balkans, uh, Greece. As a collective, whites are number two in the country economically and Asians are number one. An Asian could be uh, China, Japan, Korea. Southeast yeah, Asia. Indians, Indians <laughs> Pakistanians, and South Arabs are also Asians too. Yeah, anybody that, anybody no, no, that comes from any anybody that comes from anybody. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Go ahead. Go ahead, Now, anybody that comes from the Asian region, and Asia starts when you get past Istanbul and Turkey, and then you also talking about the um, the islands south of Asia, Southeast Asia, Japan, Korea. Uh, China, all of that kind of stuff. That's Asia. So we're talking about Asians as a collective. It's the same thing. Whites as a collective. Whites meaning people that came, uh, that that are here, that have, um, you know, uh, uh, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Have ethnic ties to the European region, which goes from the Ural Mountains in Russia all the way over to UK, all the way down to the Iberian Peninsula, all the way down to the Balkans, all the way up until at Greece before you get to Turkey. That's white. So well, let's, let's we, 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 we defined it. We've defined it, and we say what it is. And you say Asians are number one, whites are number two. So is there a position in society because of privilege, or is it because of something else? Okay, let's let's also it include Indians, Indians, Pakistanians, Lebanese, Dynasty. Yeah, that's what I said. Turkey, oh, Turkey okay. on Turkey on East. Okay. Let's let them respond. Asian. Go ahead, Dynasty. No, I mean it's just uh, I mean the the group is so small. I mean you, I, I don't think it's really uh, the, the 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 statistics you're pulling are really uh, correct. I mean, because they're, they're correct. The, the group. It's correct. Let him finish. Let him finish. Dinos, let me get a little bit of your time, Dinos. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mr. Research. Let him no, finish. No, 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 no. Let, let him go. Let him go. Wait, Mr. Research. Uh, okay. 1950, Asians were not allowed to own property in America. That was a law. 
So when you're talking about them them being successful or them having privilege, what Asians, specifically Chinese more than anything, have, have been allowed to do is take money from Chinese banks and not have to go through the process of America now that they're allowed to have land and they go and they come to a lot of these properties cash in hand. So when you talk about privilege, like I said, it's an economic thing. They have the ability to go to their people and jump the shark. So, so is that, so, is that privilege? Uh, one more thing, one more thing, because that's why I specified that in my view, it's it's an economic thing. Let's take Indians for for example. I have a second job in in a, a tech. They're they are Pakistanis who don't know nothing from nothing in tech, but because they connect with another Pakistani, they bring them straight in. They jump the shark, and they get in. After a couple of months of making good money, we find out they don't really know nothing, and they got to go back to school or whatever. O'Shea knows the same thing with doctors. There's doctors that come over here. They 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 jump the uh, jump the shark, and that's what I consider a privilege. If black dudes were able to go to ABL and get a a a company job, then I would say that black dude had privilege. But most of them are not able to do that. But that's just my version. Go ahead, Dinos. I apologize. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do is because just historically, black people have just been shut out the market. I mean, whether become denied home loans because of our skin color, redlining. I mean, the list goes on and on. So that's why this idea of black privilege uh, is I just think it's ridiculous because, again, you've just been historically shut out of the market. But to emphasize on if you don't mind me speaking for one bit and and then we'll go super slide. Go ahead. And then All right, cool. And later on, I'd like to ask Dinos a question. I'm not going to go at him like he went at me in the comment section earlier. We won't mention that. <laughs> okay. But, but um, as far as privilege goes, once you see places where blacks do get some sort of power, let's face it, the blacks who get that kind of black privilege are the kind of blacks who told the script, who fit the culture particularly the pathological culture that we have today. Mm -hmm. Being in D.C., I saw this constantly where you had either black women, usually those with an attitude, or black men who were either simps or Tupacs with a degree basically get the hookup when it came to job opportunities, promotions, executive positions, and so forth. Black privilege, in a way, does exist and certain black enclaves and cities. And that black privilege mainly goes towards those who fit the stereotype. My whitewash ash couldn't get any fucking breaks in the so-called black mecca known as Washington, DC. So let's just bust this entire, blacks everywhere denied this sort of thing. Uh, I can't believe it. I don't believe it because I saw it with my own eyes, um, black skinning privilege and particular kind of black skinning privilege. I, I, I disagree because the blacks I know in D.C. who are doing well do not fit the stereotype that you're speaking of. I mean, they're more whitewashed. And in fact, the, the blacks I know in D.C. who are doing very well in D.C. are a lot of them are either of, from Africa, first generation, or again, they're different. What do you mean that's different? The black. African. OK, hold on. Hold on. Let's let, we, got, we got to let Super Slide talk. So let's guys go ahead and make your point. We'll get to super slide. Go ahead, Dynex. Go ahead. Let's yeah, yeah. Just, I'm not. I'm not seeing. Uh, you know what Xanathos Clutch is seeing, and I'm in Atlanta, which is you know a, a black mecca as well. 
you know, so I, I just I, I don't see it that way. I mean, the black people I work with who are in upper management at my company, they're not, you know, they're definitely not what uh, Exanatos Clutch is uh, referring to or describing at all. So, I, mean, I, I didn't say I like criminals. I didn't say criminals. I said those who had the black, let's just call it down, the black swag, the black way of doing things. So let's just, and, and there's the a way of acting black and there's a way of not acting black, but continue. Okay, let's go, let's, let's, go to, let's, go to, let's go to Super Sign real quick. Let's go to Super Sign. We'll address this. Why, I think this is, this is, this is Super Sign. It's a long black way of doing things. Okay, hold on. We, we, we put this on the table, right? It, uh, are they, are they, are they it's a little bit different, but let's talk about like Nigerian. Okay. What are you talking about? Other, other blacks are not having these issues in America. Nigerian, Amer- Nigerian Americans, uh, Caribbean Americans tend to not have these police issues or it's only African Americans, right? So what, let's let's talk about how are other blacks able to do so well in the country, uh, but we're not. But let's start with Super Sly. Let's let him weigh in because we're waiting to talk, and then we'll we'll, we'll start with LAR with the next thing, and then we'll go to Chief Stella. Question, please, O'Shea. I promise, and I won't interrupt anymore. Okay, what's question? Trying, can somebody please define what is the black way of doing things? That okay, we're going to do that. Black way of doing things. I promise you. So we'll do that. Super Sly. Let's uh let's let's talk about black privilege. I'll let you kick off the next topic also, but. Do black people have privilege in the United States, in your opinion, because of what's happening with the Starbucks thing? If you're part of the Talented Tenth, yeah. yeah. Ex- explain the Talented Tenth. Uh, <laughs> see, this is this will take it a whole nother. Yeah, take it. This is it'll go. Le- I don't want it to go. I don't know. I want. I want to. I want to keep it in frame. Uh, okay, let's keep I don't want to take it. For those that have been deemed to uh to move up. Upperly mobile, those have seen, have shown great um, propensity for whatever skills that they have, and they've been propped and groomed to to be the next mantle of the of the next wave of, of gatekeepers, or to a certain extent, they have a certain extent of, of black privilege. For the rest of us, no. Okay. Like um, my brother, he graduated from from Harvard. He's a lawyer. He's been. He's been in the midst of circles, judges, foreign dignitaries. And, you know, mind you, we come from a blue collar family. But because, you know, he's shown the skill set to be on, and, and he's been groomed for the next level, he's been allowed certain privileges. His hard work and, de- and, and, and studying got him there, don't get me wrong. But now the next level is okay, we're going to prepare you to, to, to take this certain mantle. To, to, to push these certain positions or take this position to do this to a certain extent. Um, second point, the, whoever said, what, what is the black way of doing things? Bro, because you sound like a low-key yeah, bigot to no some sense. extent. Like, what, what the fuck that? is a Tupac with a degree? Because I've never seen a Tupac with a degree. What what is, please ex- enlighten me. <laughs> please. Okay, 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 okay. We're going to get to the, hold on. We're going to get to that. Okay, 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 hold on. Okay. Wait, 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 we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Hold on, hold on. Let's stay on the topic. We're gonna get to that open question. I promise you. Uh, let's also talk. Uh, super slide. Open us this right here, right? Okay. Other groups of blacks, Nigerians, Caribbean Americans, Afro Latinos, they don't seem to have these problems, and they're quite a number in America. Not as much as us, but they're here. Uh, why don't these groups of blacks never have any issues with, you know? Talking about racism or certain other things, you know, they, they they tend to not have any problems with the police. Why why are these groups able to uh, do financially well? I know Nigerians are actually doing better than Asians. Uh, if, I'm a, not, if I'm not mistaken, 
there's a bunch of reasons, but okay. any indigenous native peoples of any country are always on the bottom. They've okay. always allowed others to come in to usurp them on purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, our, our situation is no different, um, but also people that come over, they have a structure, but they still got ties to, the, to, to their homelands. They got resources to a certain extent. True. Um, you know, Mexicans send money back to Mexico and the U.S. matches them a dollar. I didn't even know. Yeah, my wife just billion t- dollars a year. And my wife just told me they get 40 acres of the mule program. Mexicans here from the government. I just, she just told me this shit this morning. She works for the fucking feds, man. I didn't know Mexicans got a 40 acres in the mule program. So all that reparation shit that black folk been screaming about, illegals get that shit. But that's a whole nother discussion for another day. Okay. Um, yes, we, and, and like uh, the brother said, we've been shut out economically, socially, politically on all fronts, even if we got our shit together. <sighs> no, I take that back. Look at the cities we, we've been allowed to run. Baltimore, Detroit, even Atlanta. They're not the beacons of society that that we thought it would be under black liberal democratic rule. Would, we, would you agree? Because Baltimore is shitty. You got a black mayor, uh, uh, police chief, attorney general, and that shit is and that city is, is in the dust. Detroit, same thing, in the dust. And it, it's been under black folk rule. So when we've had times to flex our muscle and build something for, for whatever reason, we fucked it up. So now whatever little shot that we had, it, it, it doesn't come as often as it should. You know, when they, when they start letting you have black mayors and black governors, you know that the, the rest of us, they're, they're done with that state. Like you can have it now. There's no money left for that stuff. And I know I kind of got into a tangent, but that, that's my point. Okay, no, no, no. So there's some good points there. Uh, let's go to Truth Teller. Uh, he hasn't spoken about Truth Teller. Let's go ahead. Shout out to Brandon. Now, what a player, $20. And then um, uh, there was another person. Let me just uh, shout out the, this person uh, real quick. Um, I am a Z, $5 twice. JL Edwards created our own shop, set up our own rules. When dealing with non black places, understand the de facto and juror, the juror expectations. We need to stop crying. Absolutely. I thank you so much, man. Shout out to Brandon out of St. Louis. Let's go ahead to Truth Teller. Um, so I'll let you, I don't know if you weighed it on the black privilege if it exists. But also, if you can weigh in on um, this whole idea about, you know, non-blacks, like you said, you have friends that are not African-American. They tend to have no problems. So just go ahead and weigh in on those, those topics. And if you like, because I know you haven't spoken in a while. All right. As far as black privilege existing, it do exist. Black people just don't know what to do with it. Hands down. White privilege oh, okay. exists. They know- okay. Wait, wait. That's pretty good. Okay. It's, it's, it's speak on that pro- real quick. Black people have, they have black privilege. It's, 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 it's. I mean, it's every every race have a privilege. Every race has a privilege, and you can actually tie the black black privilege and why don't like people like Nigerians get harassed by you could all, you could tie all of that in. The reason other other people other than the Afro American Negro knows how to handle and what to do with their privilege because they come into this country or they come into today's economy or today's system with a game plan stick to the game plan, get it done, and then leave. We as black people, we can't even come together long enough to figure out what our plan is. But a Nigerian, my friend James Tachi, he's from Nigeria. He came over here, worked for 10 years. Now he don't work anymore. He bought cars here, sent him over to Nigeria. Him and his wife work like dogs over here. Now they're comfortable living in Nigeria. I got a friend, another friend, he's from Guyana. He, he, um, he, the pers- he's the person who assists 
uh, doctors when they perform surgeries. He has a game plan. He said, I'm going to do this for this amount of time. His wife, his, his wife does, I think she's like a nurse. I think she's a nurse. She, they, they have a game plan. He said, once we save this amount of money, we're going back to Guyana. Black people, bad enough, you know, we don't, we can't take our resources and go back anywhere. But we don't have a game plan here. We don't have a game plan here. I'm not going back to Africa because I'm not from Africa. So what the I'm hell am I going back. back there for? I'm going back. So, it, cool. Well, what I'm, I'm, from, <laughs> I'm from New York City. If I'm going to go back somewhere, I got to go back to New York City. I'd have no business anywhere in Africa. No, none. I, my, my family is rooted here. My, ch my children are here. I was born and raised here. But we as a collective, we don't have a game plan. The moment we, we, we have people you know, who, who even might come with a good game plan, the first thing we do is don't even trust that person. I'm not listening to this moment, blah, blah, blah. You know, he, he, he's trying to scam us. Not to say everybody is, is you know, is going to come in with, with, with good intent because there are some people who will scam the shot of black people. We all know this. But we don't know how to trust each other to even form anything to where we will have a black leader. If Preach. all African-American people right now were put into one area and, and O'Shea, me and you talked about this before. If the government said, we're going to give you half of the money that the government has, black people, we're going to give you half of the country, form your own government. We'll be killing each other because we don't know how to trust each other. Uh, damn sure true. Okay. Uh, so, some good points. Let me let me start with ABL. Okay, ABL. Why? Why? And let me. Uh, then we'll go. Uh, see, I don't think LAR has talked in a moment, so we'll go to ABL LAR. It's almost five in the morning, man. So many, so many niggas on the uh, Negroes and brothers, brothers on the this thing. I'm sorry, brothers. brothers. Hey, hey, O'Shea, can I, can I get ten seconds? I'm, I'm, go ahead, to get ten seconds. Oh, go ahead, ten seconds. Yeah, I'm, I gotta go. I gotta go back to work. So everybody, yo, I love all y'all brothers, Donis. I don't come at you with no ill intent. If I offended you, brother, I, my apologies. If I offended anybody else, my apologies. O'Shea, no, I'm a truth teller. I just speak. I just say what I want to say. I say how I gotta say it. I don't come at nobody with ill intent, no Boy, ill will, no ill malice, no nothing. I promise you I don't. I promise y'all I don't. Because okay. I'm pro-black male. I, I want all of us to succeed and all of us to structure together because there's nobody, trust me, the black man, the moment we can band together, we can make a difference in the black community because it failed with the black woman. It needs the black man. Trust me, I know this. I will never come at anybody with ill intent or ill will or ill malice or anything so if i say anything to offend anybody that's not my intentions not my intentions at all all right thank you brother uh what you want to see some misery real quick yeah, yeah tell uh before you leave man only thing i say yeah. to you truth teller, make sure you hire another brother make sure you try to pull another brother into whatever company you in because at the end of the day yeah. a lot of the stuff you said the solution is that all right well i'm gonna hit you with this one I pay for I pay for my, my Guyanese brother to become an American citizen. I gave him a car and I paid his bills for a whole year so he can start structuring himself in America. He actually became an American citizen and denounced his citizenship in Guyana. So I do help out my people, believe it or not. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying I, I, I got that. But what I'm saying is yeah. as far as us African-Americans, we don't have that culture. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, and right. and a lot of a lot of the complaints from our new African American brothers who do have culture <laughs> uh -huh. is that you you have that ability to connect with all of those things like uh, a, a Guyanese brother a Nigerian brother over here all they have to do is link up with another Nigerian a Guyanese brother and they good 
Of course. It's harder for us because we don't have those connects like you did for your guy. So I just want you to leave understanding that as you critique how fast we are not moving. Okay. Oh, that's uh, trust me. I do that. That's why I give O'Shea my money. I don't eat fast food no more. <laughs> well, listen, listen. No, man, you know I love right, you. Man. Hey, I, I, I love, I love everybody on the panel. Y'all, y'all, y'all stay up, man. All right, shout out to Treat. Yeah, man, he always shakes the shit up, man. When he comes on here, whenever we do one-on-one hangouts, that always goes to Patreon. Let's let LAR movement weigh in on it, and uh, we'll do a free for all, man. Because like, we got a lot of personality on this panel. Because I can't even get in there because it's so. I much got fun. one ABL question before I leave. Go ahead, y'all. Okay, okay, so we'll, we'll go to LAR and then we'll let you ask the question. So go ahead, LAR, man. Uh, why are African? I know you you had a stream with Dynas was doing a stream and he came on. And then, so why are African, like, why are African blacks and other other blacks don't have the problems that we are having, like, with the police or something like that? I think, ultim- I think ultimately they have more. Nigga, is your shoulder hurting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you in pain on the street? Yeah. Over the sex cooning, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was, hanging, he was hanging from the chandelier. Sex cooning. <laughs> I hate you for that slide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead and wait. Man, I gotta go take a piss. Man, y'all niggas great. <laughs> I think uh, they have more. They have more connections in in different ways. You know, they come. They have a homeland, so they're covered in that way. You know, they can have help from home and give help to home. Um, They cover when they get here actually by the work that we already put in. You know, so they're covered in that way. They and they can be in the black community and be segregated. So they're not in. They're not in the same areas that we are that that wind up getting, you say, over policed or targeted. Because they're on they're in their own little enclave. So they have a, a they have more advantages with that than we do. Everybody know where we at. We can't we can't go to Africa, the Caribbean, Central or South America, and 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 get the same privileges and help that they get. So you know we we're here. You know, like like I would I would always say to to people. You know, people like using Jews as an example. Jews wouldn't be as successful as they are in Germany as they are in America because they they they'll still be under the same oppression. Amen. So we are pretty I, much. I disagree. Same. But continue. I disagree, but continue. I ain't asked you, sex coon. <laughs> <laughs> But you know it, it, that we'll we'll I think okay I'm I'm gonna say this and, and shut up. They're like I think one of our biggest problems is we got a, a culture of making something out of nothing, but now we want everything in one shot. You know we could we could build shit slowly. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know it, like, we don't need to be millionaires. Shit, we most of us broke any fucking ways. <laughs> A hundred thousand there, your ass is doing good. And yeah. let the family build on that. You know, we all ain't balling, so chill out. Like, let us grow slowly. But I'm done. Okay, so let me just do this because it's, it's five o'clock in the morning here, man, in Poland. And um, y'all know I don't have school for another week. I'm on my so I, I try to stay on for about 10 or 15 more minutes, but 
I'll let y'all do the free for all. Go ahead and be nickified in all your. Well, hold on. Let's let research in the diners. Let's let diners. Okay, research. Ask ABL the question, but ABL do not respond until we let diners talk. All right, go ahead, Mr. Research. Ask him the question, but please, we we okay. have somebody else we got to let talk. Go ahead, go ahead, Mr. Research. It, it, it's a very. I, I just gotta ask because I've been a conservative for a while, ABL. Last time I was on here, I asked you, did you see what was said to Michael Steele, my favorite Repub my, my favorite black Republican? Now, I know you did your due diligence. It's been months ago, even though you did not do a video on it. My question is, do you think it was right to call Michael Steele a token black guy at CPAC? No. Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, let's let let's let Dinus. Dinus, you 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 specialize in these relationships between you know Africans that are raised in America, stuff like that. Okay, wh why are they not having the same problems that we have? Uh, it, it's three things. Number one, they have a culture. They have a co well, well, number one, they have a culture. Uh, they have a code of conduct, and then also too, I just feel like here in the black community, at the end of the day, and we talk about it with the war on drugs. I mean, drugs are involved. Like they they don't really get on drugs. Uh, they have a culture that they bring from the motherland that hasn't been compromised, that they somewhat keep, even though, you know, after a couple of generations or a generation, it starts to fade away a little bit. And then they have a code of conduct. Um, so they have those three things. And we don't have those three things here in the uh, uh, the black community, really. Because uh, number one, I mean, as 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 we see a lot of times in many of the communities, the women run the community. Uh, for the most part. Uh, also, too, I mean, the, the drug culture, even when it comes to weed, uh, you know, is glorified in the black community. And then also, too, again, the last thing is just the culture in general. Uh, we I still don't understand what black culture is, if you ask me. And it might sound ignorant because every time I get on TV and I hear uh, someone who I guess is considered maybe an ambassador to the culture, They'll flip the script and say it's not black culture it's the culture, you know, once other people start to start to adopt it. So um, I just think those three things are the issues why, uh, you know, that they have in place that we, uh, I guess, struggle with over here. But my, my question is, I, I forgot what it was that Xanatos Clutch said, the black. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh Brother from California, what is it? The uh, the the what? What, what did you say? Exactly clutch that the black way of doing things. The black way of doing things. All right, can, can you explain that in a corporate from a corporate America point of view? Because I'm in corporate America and I, I don't like I'm I'm lost. All right, so I, I've worked in black businesses. I've worked where my bosses and the owners were black, and quite frankly, it's ran a bit different than non-black businesses. I'm not saying that it was better or worse, but for the most part. Um, I'm just going to call it down the line. You can't, for, for starters, work ethic. You can't outshine the next guy, especially your boss. If you do that, your boss is to catch a certain kind of way. They, they, they catch feelings. Let's be honest. Also, there's a belief that there's always a white boogeyman or something that's holding you back from doing the best you can be. Getting buying that property, going for that master's degree, um, going for your dreams. It sounds, I, I know it sounds super um, 
idealistic or whatever, but whenever you try to propose something or try to plan something new, there's always some sort of barrier to it. And I'm not talking about an economic barrier or a fiscal barrier. I'm, I'm, it's usually some BS barrier that basically says, hey, look, we can't get above our bridges or we're going to be caught up or some, something like that. Also, as far as business on the local level, giving favoritism to women. I have never seen businesses that have shown so much favor towards women than black business, particularly towards women. And even though, and, and even though the man can be, can be the boss, it's usually the women who are running the show, especially if she's fucking him. I mean, that's just what it is. All right. And also you got the, the typical other stuff, you know, talking black, having to think Democrat, having to agree or with CNN or argue against Fox News or yes. and and tricking basically you you got to come in <laughs> <They trick it. laughs> and I'm not talking about talking about tricking on women I'm talking about tricking on um just trinkets like you got to drive in the caddy you got to come in looking fly looking fresh and I don't mean corporate fresh neither I mean like nightclub fresh and, and just a bunch of other things that you got to do in black corporate America in order to make it happen or in order to get ahead. And let's just call it down the line. My whitewash ass isn't going to get as far as, say, a Tyrone with a degree. I, and I, I disagree. Yeah, I'll explain the definition. I'll explain the definition. I'll explain the definition. I'll explain the definition. Let me explain the definition because I know people are getting triggered right now. I, I know. This conversation need to be had. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Okay, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. And, and Tupac with the green. I'm not saying he's a delinquent or he he's. I'm not going to call him a dindu or anything like that. I'm not going to go that far. But, <laughs> but when I say Tupac with the green, I say someone who can be super niggified, but with a fair amount of education. But like he knows me. how to like me. Oh, Oh, well. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not describing me. No, 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 dude. No, no, no. More nigga fight oh, than me. You, you, have no, you have an IQ above 100, Osha. You have no uh, IQ above 100. And you, you two box with degrees usually don't go to med school. So uh, I, <laughs> I know you want to boost yourself up there, but <laughs> got to knock you down by a couple of pegs. I'm just fucking with you, man. Um, but yeah, look, we've seen examples of this kind of guy. Who has had, who will have success, and who has had success in Black corporate America, whereas someone like me, who was raised a bit more on the mainstream American side, look, we're not going to get a lot of shine in Black America. Let's just go down line. We're not going to get a lot of shine in Black-owned businesses, in Black locations, and in Black-owned cities. Stop! I don't have stop, stop! 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 Yeah, just, yeah stop. take it. Hold up! Stop! <laughs> You're you you sound you so sound condescending true. right now. It's not even You're funny. Honest. You you know what's I'm funny. Sick. You know what's funny to me. Oh, 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 oh. Real shit. Being honest. No no. Real shit. Hold up. Hold up. Let me let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick. In this area, close to where I live at, it's a bunch of homeless motherfuckers, and I see a bunch of homeless white people. And you know what happened when I drive by them in my fucking car, and they're in their fucking tent. I laugh at them. You know why? Because you white and you homeless. No excuse. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense, bro. You sound crazy hey, right now. You hey, I do the same. Hey, I do the same thing, dude. Here, hey, trust me. I do the same thing. I do. The same. I'm not making excuses up. Trust me. I'm not making excuses up. 
And that's the reason why I left and moved to the Western United States. Because culturally, I fit in more and say, all right, I would fit, I know me, I would be that's much cool. better fitting oh, in a place cool. culturally. Hold on, hold on. Let me talk. Go ahead. Let me go talk. Ahead. Let him talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I've been called whitewashed. You acting white. Why are you acting like this? You got to have more soul. You have more swag. All this kind of stuff all my freaking life. Just because I speak a certain way, I think a certain way, I talk a certain way. And you know what? It's gotten to the point in which, all right, you know what? All right, I'll stay in my lane. I'll do my own thing. And I know my whitewashed ass would fit into cities a lot better like, I don't know, San Diego, Seattle, Denver, Vegas, Phoenix. Then yeah. you're like, then you're Washington, D.C.'s, you're Phillies, your Chicago's, your Atlanta's, your Memphis, your Detroit's. I know my personality fits into more of those kind of cities than these kind of cities because of personal experience. I've had contention. I've had more than enough contention from peers, teachers, relatives, family members to know that hey, look, my personality doesn't fit in to a certain kind of culture. That's the thing we got to remember. Just because we're all black doesn't mean we all. Um, um, subscribe to the same culture, Preach. but that doesn't mean. But that doesn't mean we can't help each other mm -hmm. get to where we need to go to. Trust me. And, and um, Dynasty, look, I see. I saw your words towards me, dude. I'm not going to go into it, but apparently, you probably have a problem with me sticking my penis wherever I want to if it isn't in the hole of a sister who has kids and who's overweight. No, I didn't. Okay, let me, let me say, hold on. Yeah, that's what it is. But, but, but I'll, I'll make this point. I'll make this point. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be right now. Okay. I'm not going to be But I see the bigger picture. Okay. I see the bigger agenda. I see the bigger goal. And that is to improve the black image and to put black men in a better position. Whether we're down with the cause, whether we're hoteps, whether we're um, Tupac's with a degree, or whether we're super whitewashed like myself or Donovan Shop, for instance. I know the bigger goal. And that's why I stand by people like O'Shea, like ABL. Hell, even like Dynas. When shit, when shit would hit the fan, which it will in America, trust me. None of you guys, even you, Dynas, haven't offended me to the point in which I would let you to die or to be caught up with a bunch of alt writers. I know what time it is in America. I know how the game works. ABL will, because ABL will partner with the alt writers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. why, why would I do that? Why, why would I do that? Why would I do that? To be fair, ABL. No, 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 ABL no, 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 Mm -hmm. it, it was in there. That inner nigga was in there, man. He got the on the back side. <laughs> All right, back to the question. I see you got to. <laughs> no, no, y'all yeah, stop trolling ABL, girl, man. You got giggling, but my question is still stands. Why would I side with the alt right? <laughs> I don't think you have that, an answer. I don't think that at all. <laughs> Do you have an answer? Are you? Are you? Are you, are you were just talking. Okay. Okay. Just move on. I, I got to put it. You you might not side with the alt right, but you will definitely side with people who have alt uh, uh, I would say alt alt right way of thinking. Okay, let me let me Why stop. Let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. There are some things about the alt right I agree with. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, they don't want nothing to do with us. 
I don't want nothing to do with them. I mean, let me ask you, let me say this real quick, man. Just because they're the alt-right, that don't mean that the motherfuckers is wrong about everything. It's some shit that they write about. That we all, as black people, be like, that's right. That You know, they alt-right, and when it comes to men, I, there's not enough. There's not a group in America that's more for 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 men's rights than the all. I have to say than the alt right. I hate to say that, but but for white men, there's a lot of things, man. You got. I sorry, you have to understand this. Just because the the clan or the alt right or whoever else, man, they still have certain things. Like if you take yourself into a room and you didn't know what they had to believe, man, just because you can probably be and you were black nationalist dynasty. I'm pretty sure over 80% of the shit that you that that, that you believe, all the white I believe for a fact. And, and that's the that's the truth. This is what I want to say. As all of us who are here as black men, we're all educated, all smart, whatever. What Clutch is saying to a certain degree, I can see, you know, Clutch is, you know what I mean? He probably is that kind of black dude man that got uh, uh, no, this probably happened. You know what I'm saying? So we, we can't say that it doesn't happen, right? And and Dinus, we gotta but, address the situation here. Donovan Sharp, for a fact, we know he only messes with white women. Mm-hmm. Clutch, because in Utah, he's the only black person there. <laughs> so, so guys, it's not like these guys, here's the question, man. It's not like these guys don't like black women, because ABL, his woman is black, but, you know, under certain circumstances, I mean, is 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 he going to be able to deal with black women all the time? I mean, all of us have an attraction to black women. But what we don't want to talk about, man, and it's a tough conversation, even for Dinus, is, man, why are these guys dealing with non-black women, man? Like, that's something that we got to really understand and talk about. You know what I mean? Like, Super Sly came on here, and he probably don't mind me talking about this. He talked about how he had a situation. He's remarried now, okay? He's married to, I think his wife is, like, half. But, you know, as black men, they're trying to do the right thing, man. We do have especially as you were more educated, have more opportunity. Let, let's keep it real, man. A lot of brothers, man, want to deal with black women, but for whatever reason, they they can't. Clutch. Clutch is physically attracted to black women, I'm pretty sure. Ain't that right, Clutch? Yeah. So we, we, we got to start, start acting like, this is what I want to say. We got to start acting like even Brandon Tatum has a baby by black, a white woman, right? When we open up the forums, these guys want to talk to all black men. They want to be a part of our community, but People sometimes, man, it's the way as black people we treat people as Thank a you. group yes. that pushes Correct. them out our fucking communities, man. Yes, you push. You ask all. Gotta be real about that shit. Can we you? don't really, we don't really do a good fucking job of treating our people who are intelligent, who are bright. That's why I have these hangouts, man, and listen to these intelligent brothers speak. Because where else are we gonna be able to do this at? We have, we do a good fucking job of pushing our best people out, and then when they go do whatever they're doing, we want to get mad. You want to hate. That's, that's I mean, what you want to hate. We gotta talk about that. Man. Let's open that up. Right I gotta, I gotta talk about it for a moment. See, okay. that's that's exactly right, O'Shea. We we like I like I told you earlier in the stream, I was involved with the black community, still kind of am a little bit, but mostly all black clients for 10 years straight. And then you keep getting people to try to rob you, people to try to steal from you, people to try to do all these different things while you're trying to be part of the black community, trying to be an asset for the black community. It gets to the point where you keep banging head up against the wall, you like, okay. Um, I'm trying to be part of this. Um, I'm turning down job offers over here. Turn, turn down things over here. I'm trying to be part of the black community, but I'm not getting nowhere. So what am I going to do? Am I, am I going to continue to bump my head against the wall or am I going to move on with my life? Usually people just move on with their life and keep rocking. 
that's what happens. It's not it's not even about us just not wanting to be part of the black community. We try, but we get pushed away because of our views. A lot of times we get, you know, different ways of thinking, different ways of acting. That's not compatible with the black community. Therefore, we get pushed away. That's what happens. Okay, let me, let me just do this. And that's the way black way of doing business. Let me, Correct. let me say this real quick. Even even with my Negro Manosphere Awards, right? I'm ordering plaques and shit like that. You know, because we got to start taking care of ourselves. Like, look at Dinus. Okay, Dinus looks at it like this. Dinus hopped on the street one day and really got on my ass. He didn't get on my ass per se, but uh, but he was talking about, you know, niggas want to go here and go there and go. Let me put. Uh, really? I'm going to put Superstar on mute real quick. Um, Dinus is very hardcore about going back to Africa and doing that shit. Like, that's cool and all, you know what I mean? But, Dinus, you gotta understand, like, in your situation, you're such an outlier because you, you got me to go to Africa. I've been twice because of you in, in, in Junk Power video. In order for us to want to do the things that you're doing, it's so much effort that has to be on that tangent, you know what I'm saying? And even, I would argue, if, 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 if there was opportunities more for you within Black people in America, we wouldn't have to even seek back to Africa. But we have a big fucking problem, man. And we do not treat our smartest people the best, our brightest people the best, and we don't try to build a platform for our fucking people. So when people like, like you would say, Clutch or something, or ABL or Brandon Tatum, when they go and have these, these particular thought processes and go the other way, well, what communities are we providing for people to speak on our own behalf? We fucking don't. And, I mean, that is something that we got to talk about, man. I mean, I'll let you go speak on that, and we'll go to uh, LAR right. and then back to Super Slide. Go ahead. I mean, I, I, what do you what do you mean uh, we don't allow him to speak? What are you, what are you talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is well, this. Well, this is my, this is my <laughs> issue. Like, Brandon Tatum, ABL, I just feel as if, like, a conservative like Q, very sincere when it comes to the black community, very centered, very honest. My honest opinion, ABL, Brandon Tatum, very disingenuous, and like I said, it's pretty simple. We don't need to get into facts. We don't need to get into figures and numbers. Is white is right, black is wrong. Whenever black is whenever black is uh, whenever white is wrong, black is wronger. That that's it. Like I mean, that's pretty much some. Why do you think that way? ABO, man, we we we've been back and forth with this. You don't right? have an answer. You just talk for emotion. But but where we This is what I want to say. Let me just let me just kind of bring some reason to this real quick. Even if you say ABL and Brandon Tatum are like that, because you know me and you have had some tag team sessions on, on ABL's ass for like classic shows. We had right. him on the corner jumping his ass. Never. Come on, dog. <laughs> you took a lot of L's. Just never. I don't take L's. All dubs. Yo, that's just like a nigga getting knocked out and waking up thirty minutes later and say he didn't get knocked out. But that's another story. Here's the problem, man. When are people like Brandon Tatum and ABL are people who are who are talented and bright? I mean, bro, what do we? I mean, let's let's. Uh, okay, who's that guy that we did? A, you did a story on this, uh, ABL. The guy who wrote this article: the white black men are the white people of black people. What's this guy's name? Damon Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Okay, anybody who reads Damon Young's articles on the route, Damon Young is an exceptional writer, talented writer. What black website for black men can he write for? I mean, me, but before that. Right? But, see, but see, this is the thing, O'Shea. Like we talk about being accountable, you know, building for yourself. I mean, we can't we can't continue to give people excuses to not act in the best interest of the black collective. Bro. But what I'm saying is, when the black collective, ain't the collective though, that's the problem. Wait a minute. You, you, Wait a minute. You, we got to give people a reason to want to fuck with us. Black Wait people as a whole, we don't give people any reason why they should fuck with us. Nobody Seriously. does. Wait a, that's the Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, Johnny says. That shit. 
Instead Afghanistan. of getting mad at people for making their decisions, what what are we going to do to get our people on board with what we're trying? What what we're trying to do? That's that's what we have a problem. One, one thing one thing you don't do is disrespect people and then try to get them on your side. How about being able to sit at a table as men and then figure out? Okay, we're trying to get to point B from point A. How are we going to get there? Rather than just coming on, calling people names and all this kind of stuff. You see, and then making up things about somebody having personal opinions without facts to back it up. Why don't you just ask the person where they stand rather than just in your own mind thinking a certain way without any kind of facts to back it up? I asked Dinah, why do you think that way? Oh, we don't get into that. You don't have an answer because you just you just feel a certain way. You're all about your heart. You're not about your head. And that kind of mentality is ruining the black community. Men not thinking with their head and thinking with their heart only. That comes from a lot of single parent households, men being raised like that. That's my humble opinion, but I move on. Let me just respond real quick. But the thing is, Abio, you've been on here before, and we have discussed this, and we went into details. Discuss why? Wait, wait. Come on, Abio. Abio. Discuss <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Man, here we go with the bullshit. Discuss what? Go, go, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go you don't have any facts back up anything you're saying. You just talk. Real quick. We'll come back to you. And don't have any kind of facts back up what you're saying. I say, talk about what? Again, talk about what do we talk about? Okay. Let's go to LAR because we, because I'm taking both of y'all sides and calling down the middle. ABL, you can be with that fuckery with the the the, the little this is what I'm come on somebody's gonna say something I want to know what you're talking about okay, I'm not, okay, I don't want to be LAR talk I don't want to go to collecting the super slide let's go ahead let's go to let's go to LAR LAR go ahead we as a collective right uh don't have an agenda but we addicted to fuckery on both sides oh okay okay so when you got one side that's blackwashed the fuckery of of black shit is dilute you act delusional and you excuse the bullshit even when you know it's bullshit when you black but you whitewashed you you cool with the fuckery and you excuse they bullshit too so you're really just fighting over whose fuckery is acceptable now the disrespect that abl was talking about i see that shit on both sides you, when you're too black, you 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 are disrespectful to a person who would be considered whitewashed because he ain't black enough. When you're too whitewashed, you think because you're thinking whitewashed, your shit is right, and it ain't gonna work with black people. So if if you want to respect each other, you gotta stop with this. How can I say it in a nice, gentle term? Petty bitch ass bullshit. <laughs> Either you're gonna sit to the table and respect each other. Or shut the fuck up. Because both sides actually got points. Right. That's true. But if you want to fight for your side, here's the thing. If you blackwashed and you want to fight for your side, when that shit go down, don't blame the whitewashed side. If you whitewashed and that shit go down and you fucked up, don't blame the blackwashed side. How about that? Mm -hmm. If you're going to pick a side and, and be mad at the other side, stay your ass over there and shut the fuck up over there. Cause there's gonna be failure on both ends, with the successes. That's, that's probably Amen. the best statement Amen. of the night. Let me let's do this. Let's go to uh, let's go to clutch, and then we'll go to super sly, uh, and then we'll go to one last round robin. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here, y'all. I can't believe we got Anthony Ryan looking to say I worried about y'all niggas. <laughs> Hey, hey man, I was I was, was, was kind of tired of the silliness, man. I had to just 
just let it all out, man. Hey, man. I, hey, listen, man. I don't want you to get no guns or nothing, man. Start shooting nobody, man. Show nah, what that man. crip is like, nigga. I'm all about peace. <laughs> She's like, nigga, I was like, mother, I, nigga, I'm Anthony Brian Logan, cuz, nigga, this crap, nigga. <laughs> Oh, I'm Anthony Brian Logan. Nigga, this Anthony nigga, conservative crip cuz I'm with no motherfucking problems, nigga. Oh, my mama. <laughs> hey, Anthony Brian Logan, you 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 won your black card today. I'm gonna send you beside your uh beside you your uh, award, you nigga. I'm gonna send you a piece of chicken because you didn't got your nigga card tonight. Dennis, Dennis just Dennis just likes me. That's what that is. <laughs> Come on, y'all be listen, man. Y'all be on, on Facebook like Dynast and Anthony Brian Logan is like Ali and Frazier, like not even just on YouTube on Facebook. I don't even know why these niggas is friends. They be like going back and forth for like he be like, did you see this shit, bro? They be they be really going back and forth debating on Facebook too. Like they thumbs be tired. All right, go ahead, uh, clutch about oh, just uh, like freestyling. Yeah, yeah, that's one last thing, man. I'm in the All right. All right, but just to emphasize on the point that I wanted to make, um, as I said, we're all wanting the same thing with the black male collective, which is respect, which is a better reputation, and which is a better standing in the world. And uh, I hate to go to Dynast, but I have to ask you this. Go ahead. How are you going to expect us to build Wakanda if the men who can build it the most effectively and the fastest are the ones that either you personally or people who think in your mindset tear down the most. And I'm not just saying you personally, I'm, I'm saying that, like those who are in the black mindset. And I know what LA Armour Movement was saying, and I guess you can call me on the whitewash side of things, even though granted, um, personally for me, I call out whitewash and blackwash bullshit, but that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, but as far as that, how can you expect the black community to really progress if the majority of blacks call out those who can actually contribute, I won't say the most, but hell yeah, I'll say it. it they can contribute the most when it comes to finances, technology, knowledge, wherewithal, whatever. How can you expect that to happen when we're, we're ostracized to the point in which I have to move to freaking Utah of all places in order to find some fucking peace and mental sanity? Yeah, but that, that that's your opinion that there aren't other people who could build Wakanda that I guess don't necessarily think like you. That's your opinion. Mm. I mean, the, that's your opinion. Like, who said we necessarily needed you to build Wakanda? Oh, okay. Oh, really? Uh, so that, that's basically <laughs> sentiment. So any so anyone who doesn't think in a leftist and a, I'm not a leftist, I don't think he's a leftist. He's I'm not a leftist. All right, fair enough. No, he's not. A leftist. Fair enough. He he, so he did the Starbucks yeah. thing. He didn't say he wasn't protesting because of that shit. So that, that he did. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I, I'm not protesting the Starbucks. No, he, he's not a leftist. He's not. He's not a far right, leftist, so, but he's a leftist. All right, all right. So for for people like myself and ABL, for instance, since you don't need us, why is it every single day we do and say ruffles your feathers to the point in which you go after us basically worse than those on the left and the right? I go after the left too. You know, you, you must not subscribe to my channel. I go after the left hard. For what? He went after Obama. For I, go after, I, I go after the left very hard. Everybody went after Obama, dude. Well, I go, I go after the left hard. So I mean, oh wait, like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mess with the far left like that either. I, like I'm getting on these black politicians right now who are putting uh, illegal aliens, uh, non-black illegal aliens, first before black people. Like I stay on Maxine Waters, I stay on Kamala Harris. Like I don't, I don't, I don't mess with them. My thing is, this is my thing. I feel like. 
uh, ABL and Brandon Tatum are to white people are to the Republican Party what will say Roland Martin is to the Democratic Party. So it's like, why do you I say mean, that? What what makes you feel that way? I mean, we but ABL. Like, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. I promise we'll do a part two to that. You never answer. I promise you tomorrow, right. if you want to, uh, we set right. up a show. Right. Right. How about how you feel? You said it. I feel. Why do you feel that way? I don't okay, know. So listen, no, 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 no. But we, we five thirty in the morning, y'all. Y'all need to wrap this shit up. <laughs> I ain't got time for you niggas tonight. My, my, I'm sorry, Anthony Bryan. I don't mean to call you a nigga, though. You know, my brother, <laughs> my brother, my brother. Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up, man. It's time to go. <laughs> okay, let's let's do this. Let, let's get let's get to uh, LER movement. Last comments, man. This is a classic stream, though. Uh, y'all have a good evening. Y'all off the chain tonight. I love that they use the N word. Okay. Uh, Super Slide, man, you was on fire tonight, bro. Uh, definitely got to get you on more of these, man. You entertaining as fuck. <laughs> you be, you be going in, man. I'm glad that you came in and uh, fellowship with us. Uh, let everybody know. And for, for anybody who wanted to subscribe to anybody in the in, in this on the stream, go to the description. All the people in the description, you can subscribe to everybody on the channel. Go, go ahead. Um. No, nah, just thanks for having me, and it's it's been a while, so I like to do this more often with you with you guys. So I enjoyed myself tonight. Oh man, I'm looking at the uh, the uh, college letters in the back, man. That's your uh, what's that? Uh, stepdaughter. I think she's gonna go to uh, Arizona State. Oh man, okay. Yeah, that's the college is back there. Yeah. All right, and uh, Dynas, man, where can we find you at, player? Uh, search for Huru, YouTube, search for Uhuru. I'll put it in the uh, chat as well. So, right, search for Uhuru here on YouTube. Uh, and the the bully, the, uh, the this this you know ABL man, don't let them glasses fool you, man. He I'm, I'm is the bully, the debate bully, man. Every time I'm, he I'm comes on here. I'm the nice guy, man. Come on, I'm man. Come on, man. You everything but that, man. You, you, you be controlling, trying to control the conversations and shit. Controlling. You need nah. the dictator, man. Nah. Yeah. Well, shout out. I love ABL, man. I love ABL and Dynas, uh, even though they uh, have two differences of opinion. Man, I love. I love to get them both on the stream. Dynas came here like Superman, like ABL, ABL. <laughs> yeah, man. Just pull up on me. I see. I'm, I'm a nice guy. I don't do that, nobody. But anyway, uh, uh, shout out to everybody in there. Shout out to everybody in the uh, in the stream. Fun when I enjoyed it. Uh, you can catch me on my website, anthonybelogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N. Also, go to my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash A-Log. That is A-L-O-G-E. If you search for A-B-L on YouTube, everything comes up. Also, search for Anthony Brian Logan No Google. Everything comes up. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Patreon. I have a podcast weekly on Patreon. If you subscribe with five bucks or more per month okay you get the abo podcast comes out every sunday so that's all i got i'm out yeah i'm subscribed to your patreon too uh shout out to solo tv 84 hotel hotel uh guys dynast amir just had a birthday like was it yesterday two days ago uh two days ago um let's go sunday. ahead and wish him a happy 47th <laughs> birthday oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, happy birthday to Let's send Dynast money and him and ABL can go to uh yeah, man, Dynast happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, so those was a birthday. It's always fun, man. Like ABL, man, like it's it's good because you can see ABL on his main channel and he come over here and like the more he stays over here, he gets like really like you can see that nigga is still in him, man. Like he 
he might do a drive-by on one of you motherfuckers, man. So I just like, you know what I'm saying, ABL comes through. And it's good, man. It's good because when the dude said, the, the only thing I didn't disagree with Truth Teller was with that fucking gay, that gay joke. <laughs> Like nigga, what do you expect somebody to say? Like the white person, but nigga, are you serious? I, I just couldn't rock with that, man. But but clutch, clutch. Did you did you let everybody know where they can find you at dog? Oh yeah. All right. So you know what? Everyone at this point probably knows that at this point, I'm just gonna claim it. I'm the voice of the whitewash brother or brother. <laughs> And right now, you guys can find me on my YouTube channel, but I will be expanding to the Black Manosphere uh, or Negro Manosphere um, forum because, let's be honest, I make good videos, but I'm a better writer. So you can find me there, but in the meantime, find me on my YouTube page, check out my videos, and always bet on X. Yeah, and I'm going to have a twerk contest pretty soon, man. So, uh, Also, shout out to Damiate Harry. He was on here earlier. I mean, I really love y'all, man. I'm a big fan of everybody's channel. And let me say something real quick before I go. Uh, Clutch, how me and Clutch became friends. Um, <laughs> Clutch actually started off roasting me watching a Golden State Warriors video. He, I was actually cooking this one dude named Painless Risen. And, um, and then Clutch came back, and he like he like killed me in like a 20-minute roast off in the video. And I was like, God damn, I thought it was cool. So, like, me and Super Slide became cool the same way me and Clutch became cool. Because Clutch made a video <laughs> talking a lot of shit about, I like it when motherfuckers talk shit about me, man. I gotta start being a friend and shit, too. So, that's how me and Clutch became cool. So, he, actually, his shit was worse than yours because he was talking about me for, like, 20 minutes. And uh, he talked about me like a dog. So, but ever since then we've been cool like a motherfucker. So, and I was so I'm just glad all of y'all men are around, man. I love all you guys. Shout out to um ABL. He won the political award of the year for the Negro Manager. I I, I should I don't know why that nigga won. I should I should have cheated. Hey man, we're recognized real. That's all. Man, no hate. Whatever, dude. You should have lost. Shout nah, out to Ilyar Movement. He won two awards. Dynas, Dynas almost won, but he didn't cheat like he should have. I man, I told him, man, keep on your phone and shit. We'll be all right. Yeah, it's 2018. Shout out to Super Slide, man. I love that brother, man. Guys, we'll do another show or, or something like that again pretty soon, man. Love all you guys. Y'all like my favorites and shit. Especially Super Slide, you got to come back, man, because you be on here bringing that. We need that extra. And mm, you know what I'm saying? You got that extra. Like, you, you be calling that bullshit out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, guys, I'm up out of here at 6 in the morning. I got a, I got my girl in there butt naked. And um, I'm supposed to be in there with her. But, but, but you know. But anyways, that's another story. If y'all seen the Patreon stream I did the other day, she came in here. I, I was playing where the booty was live on the show, but it's not on here no more. Hey, go ahead, man. <laughs> I did. I'm not in the booty hole, but I just had her booty like that. I had my head in her booty. Did y'all see it? Press one if you seen me oh, with man, my so head in her booty. Right now. Hold on, press one. Oh, did y'all see that? Press one. Look, wait, look at the chat. Press one. Yeah, I, I listen, man. I, I, I had it popping, man. I, I'm a real nigga for real. All right, look. <laughs> Put it on Y'all didn't see that shit? Put it on Patreon. No, see, he saw Kaylee Lil John. Okay, y'all saw that. Okay, yeah. Booty was big too. All right, I gotta get the fuck up out of here, man. I'm gonna play with her booty right now. Not whole, but you know. I'm all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs>